This is Rocky Patel. This is Alma the Song. Eric Newman. Eric Hansen. This is Ernesto Perez Carrillo. Hi, this is Glenn Case. Nick Perdomo. Nicholas Perdomo Jr. This is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's. This is Jim Young from Davidoff of Geneva. This <laughs> is the Cigar Authority. <laughs> the authority. Are you saying pal? On everything cigar. <laughs> In. I get it. And out of the cigar industry. I know what it entails, and I'm ready to nail it. With your host. You know, you're, you're funny. <laughs> David Garofalo. I'm funny how? Like I'm a clown, I amuse you. I make you laugh. How the f am I funny? What the f is so funny about me? Tell me. Tell me what's funny. Mr. Jonathan. Damn it, who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? For the last time, anything you put on that prompter, Burgundy will read. And Chuck Morrison. I am 35 years old. I am thrice divorced. And I live in a van down by the river. It's time to light them up. I'm just going to come out and say it. I'm ready to take on the Catalina wine mixer. It's time. <laughs> for the Cigar Authority. You really are a funny guy. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. June 21st, 2014, broadcasting live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And this week, Junior Dominguez, owner of Recluse Cigars, will join us in the new Recluse Amadeus Cigar in the Eight-Legged Freak. And later, a cigar smoker, Barry Stein, will join us. We'll talk and get a little debonair with Chuck Morrison and the complete opposite with Old Fart Freddy. Cigar news and views, too. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. Are we actually going to talk about the view of the cigar? Is that what Views. Views of the cigar. Views. Multiple views. Views. Okay. Multiple. Well, you're listening to the Cigar Authority, the only show giving cigars views. That's it. In the U.S. and perhaps the world that is always broadcast on location this week, high atop the worldwide headquarters of Two Guys Smoke Shop here in Tax-Free Salem, New Hampshire. And with the only show that doesn't just allow smoking, we insist and demand that you light up along with us. We really smoke on the show. We don't just fake it. You can tune in right at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. You simply find us on iTunes or YouTube where you can set it and forget it. And for the folks uh, watching this week on the podcast, our apologies for last week. Well, I'm apologizing for Mr. Jonathan, who actually uh, took charge last week and uh, was handling all the pre-production and the producing of the show. And the, and the post-production. Post-production. And obviously, uh, you can see that by going on to the old videos of the show, and you will notice that uh, you can't see anything. So that would be Mr. Jonathan. Well, you see a very awesome picture of the Cigar Authority banner for two hours. Two hours. <laughs> two hours. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> So this is why Chuck keeps his job. Yeah. And he just you keep trying to fire him. You keep hoping. You go back to the well over and over again. Maybe this time we can fire Chuck and we don't need him. And then I prove to you <laughs> it's not true that at all. It, is, it is not possible <laughs> to fire Chuck. He's, he's, a, he's a part of the family, man. Yes, I hear you. So uh, <laughs> we, we have a lost video episode. And uh, what a shame because the folks that were on uh, really wanted to see themselves. Yeah. So Anyway... Um, well, uh, those that are, are watching live right now, it's not it, really. It is not June live. Twenty seventh, twenty first, twenty seventh, twenty eighth. Today's twenty eighth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Today's the twenty eighth. Twenty eighth, which it really isn't. It's not <laughs> because it's really Thursday and this isn't Saturday. We're not doing a show live because obviously I have something to do. No, <laughs> I have something to do is do the show again. That would be Mr. Jonathan and Chuck have something to do. And I just can't do everything by myself. So I would venture to say that you could not be the producer. 
Don't tempt me. I would venture to say you could not do it. Really? Now I'm no. going to have to do it. I'm just saying. I I'm don't just think... saying I'm going to have to do it. So there's something to look forward to. There's going to be a show coming up real soon where it's going to be. Epic failure it's upon gonna... epic failure. Not at all. The six knobs. I don't know what could possibly Chuck, hit record. Chuck, he really believes there's just six, six knobs. I'm looking at him. And there's also an iPad, and there's a laptop, and there's buttons to push, and there's recordings to check, and levels, and a, and a other recorder so for the podcast. So you check that all. That's why we go on a half hour early for pre-broadcast so that and we can get this. And then something goes wrong when we go live. Yeah, you don't hit the button. The one button you have to hit. Oh, no, I hit the button. <laughs> Rudy, challenge accepted. <laughs> yes, it is. Challenge is accepted, and I will do it. I once walked 25 miles. Because somebody said I couldn't. Come on. I swear to God. He didn't walk for the rest of the week after that. I well, I walked 25 miles in a day. I just kept going until I did 25 miles because they said I couldn't. So don't tempt me. <laughs> I'm not the guy to say you can't do it. That's We'd have serious to make that... chub rub right so there. So it was. So you <laughs> it was. Ustream has the ability where you could actually you could set up like pay-per-views. That would be a pay-per-view. Yeah, charge, charge people a dollar. <laughs> 25 miles. I did it. Did they get their money back at the end when Dave fails? I will not fail. I will, I will walk till my you, feet were bloody. You, you can't figure out how to use the computer that you use every day. Every day you use the same computer. Every day you use the programs on it. They're all laid out exactly the same all the time. And you need help every day of your life on the computer you use every day. It's not true. It's the program stopped. We're doing it. Something goes wrong. Exactly. And that's what happened last week. Ustream failed us. Not Mr. Jonathan. I don't famous. believe that at all. How can that only happen when you do it? It didn't. Chuck, it's happened to you at least twice. Has it not? At least twice. It's happened. It's happened. I'm not buying it. Okay. It has. I know you're dishing it out, and you're selling it, but I'm not buying it. <laughs> <laughs> it's for sale, but I ain't buying it. It's on discount, too. <laughs> Junior Dominguez is with us. He's the owner, founder of Recluse Cigars. Actually, not Recluse Cigars. What's the name of your company? It's Iconic Leaf Cigar iconic Company, leaf. manufactured by Tabacalera Leyendas Cubanas in, the, in Santiago. There we go. So, um, Can you say that in English? Yeah. Is there an English version? No, I love it. For Tabacalera sc- Leyendas Cubanas? There we go. <laughs> it's Tabacaleras Leyendas Cubanas. Perfect. There you go. Now I understand. Gringo Thank style. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the cigar. Yeah, this is, well, as you know, we're, this is our shape called the Sidewinder, which we invented. It's a side press cigar. This is the number two. That's the number two. It's a six by 57. Yeah. Okay. Chuck. Oh, there we go. I lost my headset for a sec. Um, How do little, you like it? How did you like it? You're being a little humble here. Yep. Uh, aren't you the one who invented it? You say we, but isn't yeah. it you? We, I mean me and my team at the factory. You have a team that invents shapes. Yes. Awesome. We worked 24-7 only in there. <laughs> Call me 3 o'clock in the morning. Listen to what I thought of now. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. So it's different. It's a tongue suppressor. It's a um, – Well, uh, other than that, it combines uh, the, the functionalities of a box press, which is, for those who, you don't know, who don't know, it's uh, compressing the airspace in the cigar to make the cigar burn slower and cooler. Okay. Right? It's, uh, it creates a very comfortable shape that sits both in your hand and in your mouth, and it has a very nice added um, functionality to it, which is a self-cutting cigar. Okay, now hold on. For those that are watching on that, can you walk kind of closer to the video sure thing. before you uh, do that? You so might want to take your headset off. Right. I'm not sure if it will reach. Go ahead. Right. Try it. Try it. All right. Yeah, I think you got enough so space there. Chuck, is, is it viewable? Yep. 
All right. Yep. So you got the two taper ends on the cigar that go up and the flat top. Now what happens is when you take those taper ends, you pop the cap by squeezing it a little bit, and you take that little slack of tobacco off. Yeah. And perfect. Nice. No that, cut. No so, cut. So wow. he just he just he just rubbed his fingers and his mouth all over my cigar. Nice. It's all right. <laughs> Do you, mi- do you mind? <laughs> it's okay, man. <laughs> I have one for you. I have one for you. All right. There you go. I'm going to go Chuck, for do this. you want to have this? Sure. Uh, you, do you have one? I'll smoke a regular no, one. No, 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 I'll no. I'll smoke no. a regular one. Come on. Are you sure? Of course I'll smoke sure. a regular one. No. Nope. Just let All him right. be debonair, David. All right. I'm yeah. Gonna... You, guys are, you guys are on camera here. You're on show. It would not All be right. consistent. So just give it a little squeeze. There's a piece of thing there, and it's already open. It's, it's already so open. This is not a box press cigar. This is not a round cigar. No, this it's is a combination, a combination of, both. of both. Yes. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. And it's called, the shape is called the Sidewinder. Uh, it was originally released in the Draconian blend, which is our second blend. And now it's going to be featured also in the Amadeus blend, which is our new blend for this year. Uh, it's going to be released at the IPCPR of this year, but... A couple of retailers, select retailers. Are select retailers. Select retailers, like two guys smoke That's shop, <laughs> will have it before the show. Isn't that cool? Uh, that and it will cool. start shipping out in the United States around Monday, Tuesday next week. Wow. Okay. So right now it's time to cut our cigar. We don't need to cut our cigar, but we could cut the, it if we official, wanted to. You can do both, pinching. right? The <laughs> official pinching is brought to you by... <laughs> Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that, while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. And uh, I'm going to go with the the little pinch. I'm going to go with the pinch. I think you should. And um, there it is. And it's actually a beautiful cut. Yeah, it's it's perfect. So in order for you to do this, you put this in the mold. You make a round cigar, you later box press it, you couldn't have put the wrapper on yet or the cap. It's still opened up at the end. Yes. Then the cap must then be applied. Then the cap goes on. And if you notice, you, need, you notice that you have a perfect draw. I haven't noticed it yet. Oh, my God. Perfect, perfect. draw. Every time. Drilled into bar, that's why. The reason is because this <laughs> cigar is into bar. You can taste it. There you go. And I want to thank you for being a, uh, an advertiser on the show, but we, we know it oh too well. Yes. <laughs> Even Chuck back there. Yeah. And two bar. It's a perfect draw every, every time. time. Every time. <laughs> yeah. So Guaranteed. It is. It is. It is. It's perfect. So you don't need to cut the cigar. It draws by itself. Now, the unfortunate reality is the cigar will not light itself. We're need, working on that. You do need. <laughs> We've had some ideas. Uh, we're, and some of them have, you know, uh, actually backfired on us, literally. <laughs> but you, we're working on it, and uh, maybe who you know. So you still need a lighter, and today's lighter is the Injector Lighter by Vertigo. Ooh, this yeah. bad boy is twenty-seven ninety-nine. It's got a big tank. It's got four. Four. Jets. Count them. Four. It's got a big-ass bubble, so you can tell how much fuel you have exactly. Big ass. That's an industry uh, term. Big ass. And the flame changes colors as the flame warms up the little flanges. So Which you can great see golfing. it on a green or yeah. a blue background. Or in the That'll case of snow, thing. you could see it against a white background as well. If you were here in uh, the northeast. That's very convenient. Isn't that nice? I need to get one of those. You yes, have, you do. Do you have on the stores? We have. Oh, them. yeah, we yeah. sell them. How much of these? Twenty-seven ninety-nine. Nice Doesn't price. it look like 50 uh, bucks anyway? That, that for me, stroked me for a $50, $60 lighter. I'm going to get one when we're done with the show. Big tank, refillable. I don't know about taking them on the airplane back to the DF with you, but. Uh, no, we'll, we can drain them. Yeah? You can travel. Yeah, you can put them inside your suitcase, not in your hand, and your carry-on, because the TSA thinks that you're going to do a flame blade or something and attack 
uh, well, attacked people, the airport. People with have snuck onto planes with bombs in their shoes and in their underwear and all kinds of crazy places. So I'm <coughs> not sure what you can do with a lighter. But you have to be careful. So yeah. this is Amadeus. Uh, rock me, Amadeus. Amadeus is a cigar that's going to be available at the trade show. Like you said, some selected retailers are going to be getting them next week. This is a Ecuadorian shade. It's an Ecuadorian shade, uh, and it's got all Dominican fillers in it from Ligero, Biso, and Seco, and a little touch of broadleaf, Pennsylvania broadleaf. Oh, really? Just a little touch. Yes. It's got our proprietary uh, NBC wrapper, a uh, binder, sorry. Binder. Uh, and the reason that we don't disclose it is because it's a binder that uh, the, the binder is critical <coughs> for the burn, to make the burn be perfect razor edge every time. And you don't say what it is because... We don't say what it is because we don't want somebody knocking us off. There we go. They're not going to knock this off because so much has been put into this. Yeah. The definitely. molds alone. Yeah. The molds alone. Uh, everything that goes into making uh, any recluse cigar, it's basically uh, an artisan job. From fermenting the tobacco to rolling the cigars to the packaging to everything. It's uh, done with the utmost care. It's done with... Basically, perfection in its mind. I have a new favorite cigar here. It's very really? good. Very good. I had it in the regular. Mm-hmm. It's different. As I said, it is different. In the sidewinder, yes. Is it a different blended? No, Definitely. it's the same Really, blend, it tastes but the, different. But the shape affects the, the blend itself. It burns cool as can be. Exactly. The drawer is so good. Even even cooler than a regular box press. I can't um, I can't believe that this is a box press cigar because the draw is so effortless, effortless. Every time. Every time. Every time. <laughs> no, it, it it's amazing. Um, now I'm even with, with even with with a, an Ecuadorian shade wrapper, you're still aging this for two years. Every tobacco yes, in this. Every tobacco has been aged for at least two years. This uh, this particular cigar, in fact, has one of the tobacco that's been aged for four years. But everything has to be aged for at least is, two years. Is that years. the secret tobacco? Uh, well, in the filler, none of the tobaccos are secret. Uh, it's just uh, Dominican ligeros, Dominican fillers, yeah. ligero, biso, and seco growing in different regions of the country. Little Pennsylvania. And Pennsylvania broadleaf. That's, uh, that's it. Uh, the only little secret that we have is the binder. Yeah. The only thing. And you use that specific binder for combustion? Uh, yes. It's uh, critical for combustion. It has no impact on the taste. Huh. This tastes different than the round one. Yeah, it yeah. does. Definitely. It's delicious. Imagine the shape is going to affect it to that degree. You would think not. Uh, that's the thing with uh, shape, uh, special shapes. Uh, people often think that it's a gimmick. Uh, and, you know, it's only cool because of the shape. But actually, most shapes have a very uh, very important functionality in the performance of a cigar. For instance, box press in the cigar. Most people would think that it's to have the, bo- the cigar not roll off the table. And yeah. it sits more comfortable in your mouth. Well, that is true. That's a very nice added benefit, but it's not the reason you box press a cigar. In your mouth, though, it feels like a round cigar because it is round. Well, this, it is yeah, round, this is, and this you got the two edges. Mouth that are, shape right here. It's okay. perfect. The shape of a mouth. It's a shape of a mouth. Exactly. That's what I said. Those are added, nice added benefits. But the real reason behind box pressing a cigar is you compress the airspace. So you make the air, you, you make the cigar burn cooler and burn slower, right? Affecting the overall taste of the cigar. Hmm. You have a winner here. You do. Thank you. You do. Thank I'm you. I'm telling you right now, this is going to be big. Thank you so, so much. So what's a retail on something like this? Well, the Sidewinders retail from uh, 9 to $10, 
And the regular stuff, the regular sizes, uh, which in the Amadeus, we're going to have a Toro, a 6 and a quarter by 50, Robusto, uh, 5 by 52, and a Tarantula, 6 by 60, all box pressed. Uh, those retail from six dollars to eight nine dollars. Okay. Price range. Hmm. All right, I'm, di- I'm I'm dying to get to. Uh, so, how old are you? Twenty five. Twenty five years old. Yes, sir. Now, would you be considered at twenty five years old, and and an owner of the company, uh, what would be called a master blender? Most people say that um, say that a person that maturity is acquired with age. Now, that is right, but that is not an exclusive case. Uh, you can acquire maturity by experience. It doesn't matter what age you acquire that experience. Sure. Uh, I'm not saying I'm uh, the, the, the most knowledgeable. I'm not saying I'm the most mature person out there. But I have been in the cigar business for the last 16 years of my life. Um, I started working at the factory with my father when he was uh, when I was eight years old, my first job was sweeping the floors, and I had to wake, wake, work my way up from there up to every other position. So you've done rolling. I've done rolling. I'm not very good at rolling, but I got fat fingers. I'm oh, sorry about that. Uh, I'm not very good at rolling. I got fat fingers. Uh, don't have the skill. I do know all the basics, all the information, everything that has to go into actually rolling a cigar. I just don't have this ha- the hand skills. Sure, the dexterity. That it takes, yep. exact, exactly. That you it do takes have fat to do fingers. It. Yeah, that's just little, little sausage is poking out of there. You don't even know what fat fingers are. <laughs> <laughs> these things. Please. But, yeah, I do know the basics of it. Uh, I do know the theory behind it. I do know what to expect in a, in a quality cigar. I do know what to look for, what are the pointers. I just don't have the skill to sure. actually do it myself. And now as far as putting a blend together, can you um, reverse engineer a cigar by smoking? Can you yes. tell, okay, I can taste Nicaraguan tobacco here. Specifically, it's yes. this strain of tobacco. Or um, we had uh, another blender up who we gave a cigar to, he was able to take it apart mm-hmm. and say, this feels like this, this tobacco, that's yeah. what this is. And you, you're capable of Actually, that. Actually, when, when you do the reverse engineering of a cigar, there's two things that you got to do. First one, you got to smoke it, of course. Sure. you got to know what it tastes like and what are the main characteristics uh, that you're going to look for when you're trying to recreate the blend. And the second one is cutting open the cigar because this way, after you pinpoint what, what tobaccos, what kind of tobaccos are being used, and you can do this, uh, I can do this very accurately, but there are people that can actually tell you exactly what it is. Yep. You learn every day. You know, I'm still learning. I've been in this 16 years. I learn something new every day, and I will be, I, I'm pretty sure I'll be, be, I will be learning something new every day for the rest of my life until my willing. last day. Absolutely. You know? uh, but... Uh, Yes, you can do this by smoking the cigar, cutting it open. This way, by cutting open the cigar, you can determine the the proportion of each tobacco being used. Sure. So, and and do you do it by feel? Is there some sort of feel characteristic with your hand? Is it all visual? Are you combining the the feel and the vision with the taste? Mostly uh, visual. Because the color will determine whether the tobacco it's uh, you can determine by the color whether tobacco is a ligero or it's a seco. The smell will give you the seed strain. It would also give you uh, the wow. main characteristics and uh, the taste. You can taste the tobacco and you can get uh, main characteristics of the flavor. And when also it, the most important part, smoking it. So when you say taste, are you actually breaking a piece of the tobacco and off it and in putting your it mouth. in your mouth? Yes, and letting it mellow out so you know what the what 
flavor you're getting, what kind of nicotine content the tobacco has. You've only been in the business 16 years, and you already got this. <laughs> only 16 years. Only 16 years. But he's 25 years old. That's the amazing <laughs> part of it. So you're, you're the guy to watch. For sure. There's no doubt about it. Thank no, you. No, yeah, you're, you're the man to watch. Uh, I want to thank you for supporting the Cigar Authority if you have, if you, as you have been. And we do a segment each week, which you know about, you pay for. It's, <laughs> it's us uh, taking a look into social media. Social media has been a big part because you guys haven't advertised anything. No, we, You're in cigar stores across the country, and it's basically social media yeah. that drove you. We have around uh, already since we started on uh, the IPCPR 2012 uh, sir, 2012, yes. Uh, we've already had uh, 350 accounts around that number nice. uh, nationwide in the United States. Uh, also, we have some customers in Canada. and um, Rudy, yep, there you he might is. be able to get some of these. Right. <laughs> and uh, we're looking to expand into other markets as well, but mostly uh, focusing on the United States market. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's been going very, very good for us, you know, by sticking to our mantra and uh, doing what we believe on. People are starting to uh, really recognize everything that we put behind the cigars and uh, acknowledge that. So, folks that are listening, if you try a Reclu Cigars and you love the Reclu Cigars, do him a solid. Get on social media because that is his, uh, his way of getting the word out, and you can do it for him. And uh, I'm sure a big thank you if you do. That's how they're building their brand, yeah. through social media. This segment right now of social media is brought to you by the cigar that was built on social media, Recluse Cigars. Here are the best tweets of the week. Tweets of the week, baby. <clears throat> well, You've heard- sorry, buddy. <laughs> I was not expecting uh, this one. Not enough lead time on that one, huh? That's all right. Yeah. It's time for the social media segment brought to you by Recluse Cigars, the cigar that was built on social media. All Recluse Cigars go through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years to guarantee you balanced flavor. Try a Recluse Cigar today, and the best tweets I saw all week are... Why are you walking away while we are discussing our wedding plans? Wait, come back. At least give me your number. Here we go. <laughs> We could learn a lot from our dogs. If you can eat it or play with it, I'm sorry, if you can't eat it or play with it, pee on it and walk away. That was a typo right there. It does say can. Really? I read it. I read it. He, he used to uh, blame me for this, but okay. Go Listen ahead. carefully to the pronunciation on this one. An ask hole is someone who is forever asking your advice so they can do the opposite. Ask hole. Ask hole. I like that. Just make sure the FCC hears the K there. I'm not judging you, but you hung the toilet paper the wrong way, and I think it's best if we never speak again. There we go. Good reason. And the best tweet I saw all week, pirates that use the X to mark the spot should have used a G, and no man on earth would be able to find the treasure. Today's social media was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. <laughs> Rolled N2Bar the old Cuban way for an effortless and perfect draw every time. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> so uh, you're getting out in the big stores right now. People are paying attention to the brand. Uh, the next hour we're going to um, try the canoes that you have out there, that, which is another odd shape of, that nobody yes. has. This is what I like about your company. You're doing stuff that nobody, nobody else does. does. And you have, of all your blends, you have three different kinds of cigars. Um, Amadeus is the brand new one that's really yes. not out yet. What else do you have? 
Well, we have the Amadeus, uh, as, as you mentioned, that is coming out this year. Uh, on our first release, we came out with the OTG blend. Yep. As you know, the OTG, you carried the whole line. Yep. Uh, they was one of our best, uh, our first uh, customers, actually, in 2012 with the IPCPR. Yep. Um, and he picked up the whole line, and it's 10 facings. The reason that we came out with 10 facings. Brutal. Because you're, even, even, you're insane. That's yeah. why. <laughs> Other than that is, as a new company, we didn't want to uh, have anybody feel that they got left out because their favorite, their favorite size is either a petite Corona or they, they like a big 7.5 by 56 cigar that we call the exceptionality. So we didn't want to leave anybody out. So we made everything in between from every price range and every size so people could have uh, the cake and eat it, too. Because what is the point of having cake if you can't eat it? And exactly. the, but the thing is, there's no way you can market to everybody. There's no way you can please everybody. No, of everybody. course not. Yeah. But on the first release, we try to accomplish that. Of course, we were not, we, we're not going to be able to please 100%. Yeah. But we try. We try. <laughs> but we're going to try anyway. Exactly. And... Um, we also, on our first release, invented a new shape, a very revolutionary shape, yep. which was a canoe. The canoe is a kayak-shaped cigar. Yeah. Is and canoe Spanish for kayak? No. I just don't understand. Why didn't you canoe just call it the a kayak? S- canoe is a spinoff of canoe in English. Okay. Well, we're in an Spanish way, K-A-N-U with an accent on the U. Yeah, with a little... Exactly. Yeah. So you pronounce canoe. 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 Yeah. It almost sounds like cuernu. I'll All tell right. you later what that means. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Rudy, Google that for me. Yeah. Send me a text. So uh, the canoe shape, basically what it does, it combines the functionality of two different cigars. It combines the functionality of a box press cigar and a perfecto cigar. A perfecto. perfecto cigar, what it does is it changes the flavor composition between uh, a, a filler and wrapper binder as the cigar burns. So you get different flavor profiles. Sure. Combining that with the box pressing of the cigar where you're compressing the airspace so the cigar burns cooler and burns uh, slower, you get a cigar that will last, for instance, the canoe number one that will last uh, one hour. All right, it goes through four flavor transitions. You get a canoe number two, which is a two-hour smoke. It's a 7 by 52, and it goes through five different flavor transitions. And then you get the canoe number three, 8 by 58. It's a three-hour smoke, and you get six flavor transitions. Wow. It's going to change flavor six it's times. It's going to change flavor profile yes. six times. I, I understand. All, all done in Tuval. Yep. Like our original mantra. Yeah. It's all done with 2-H of fermentation. Then came in the Draconian. Now, in the Draconian release was when we did the Sidewinder shape, another new blend nobody has ever done. Right. All right? Then, again, using the box press format. Well, now, what we did with the Draconian is instead of just slapping a new wrapper on top of the same blend, we redesigned the whole thing. All right? So, in the OTG blend, you're going to have old Dominican fillers, you're going to have our MBC binder, and you're going to have a special strain seed of Cuban, a Cuban seed grown in Brazil called the Cubra as a wrapper. Now, for the Draconian, you're going to have an Ecuadorian Maduro wrapper. You're going to have the iconic and a special leaf we developed called the iconic Ligero. It's going to have a hybrid, a Brazilian hybrid in it, and Dominican Ligero and Piloto Cubano Seco. Okay? Yeah, that's a say flavor. that five times fast. <laughs> I can't roll my tongue like that. I can't, I can't say it at all. <laughs> well, it's one of the perks of being Latin. Right. <laughs> Rudy says he'd Google it, but he can't spell it. Right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And uh, that's the Draconian. Now, for the Amadeus blend, we took, uh, we spinned off a little bit of the OTG blend, 
uh, adding the Ecuadorian shade grown Connecticut wrapper. And we also tweaked the blend a little bit, adding a little touch of broadleaf, Pennsylvania broadleaf to it, making it a little bit bolder. So what you notice in the Amadeus uh, cigar is that it's, although it's a Connecticut cigar, it doesn't, it doesn't really taste like one. Hmm. It has a more juicier taste to it. It's awesome. It has, it has a, and I'm always afraid when I have you on or Scott Weeks because he has a problem with how I describe the flavors <laughs> of cigars. So the problem is that one time you said it was barbecue-y. <laughs> but yeah, that's the exact one. I, I don't see a problem with barbecue-y. barbecue-y. <laughs> <laughs> but there is uh, Pennsylvania Broadleaf imparts a certain amount of sweetness. Exactly. And it is, it, it is one of the key components mm-hmm. in barbecue sauce. <laughs> so there... There is a sweetness, and in, 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 in rather than it being a brown sugar kind of sweetness that, that is in the regular it's OTG like a hickory blend. hickory sweet. This has, well, it does. Actually, that's a very good point. There is it's the hickory smoke to it, mm. but I get a little bit of maple syrup, like a real Vermont maple syrup that's been smoked. For me, the, the Pennsylvania broad leaf always gives me a sweetness taste, like you say, because it's a very oily, juicy tobacco. Mm. It's very strong. It's very high in nicotine. So you can't use too much on a cigar because otherwise the Pennsylvania will overpower everything else. So you only use little bits, little pieces of it. Uh, in our case, we just use a little slip enough to be able to, ent- to roll it into bow and put it in the cigar. Uh, but it's just enough that it won't overpower the cigar, and it would give it that little touch of sweetness to it, and that little hickory barbecuey taste yes. that you like so Not much. Not barbecuey this time. <laughs> yeah. You know what gives me a lousy taste in my mouth is that last week on um, this day in classic history, Mr. Jonathan actually won. I won. He I won. I won against Victor. Victor, you let us down, buddy. So this week we have. Junior Dominguez, well, you might. who is going to take the side along with Chuck Morrison against Mr. Jonathan. I'm going to crush him. Chuck is, Chuck is Open like, up Google, man. We're going to crush him. <laughs> <laughs> no Googling. No Googling. So this day in American classic history brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In classic history. Is looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Okay, today is, just to throw you guys off, it really is June 26th. Thursday, June 26th. So I'm going to go to June 26th. Because oh, no. just in case you guys ah. cheat and go look at what, what was on there, I'm going to give Mr. Jonathan every chance he's got because this is he doesn't the first have the- time in the history of the game that you've given me even the slightest bit of chance. All right, so here is the chance. You guys are going to write it down. You guys will chat with amongst each other. Okay. Yeah. Right. Write it down. And today's birthday, June 26th, celebrating is Paul, that's Big Paul, Castellano, also big, known as the big, Howard Hughes of the Mob, Big Paulie, or PC, 
to his family. Huh. Succeeded Carlo Gambino as the head of the Gambino crime family. Uh, then the national, the, the nation's largest Costa Nostra family at that time. Unsanctioned assassination by John Gaudi on December 1985. He was killed. Uh, it would spark uh, the war between the New York bosses and the crime families at that time. But Big Paulie was born today. Do you even know who he was? Hell no. No? no. <laughs> he was born today, 1915. Oh, sh! Oh, my God. He just gave it up? No, he's his a double whammy. I, I gave the answer and swore at the same time. <laughs> um. That's why. Party foul. Oh, God. Party foul. Thank God it's a recorded show, and Chuck will be able to clean that up. Our our audience is going to be like, what did he say? What swear? Because it's not going to be in the show. Just mark the tape. Just beep. I have my guess ready. <laughs> what is it? I would like to say 1915 for two points. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh, my God. That's a first. That's a first. That's folks. awesome. All right. Okay. That is not the first time you've said that particular swear on the show, just for the record. Well, imagine I did that after all this time. Wow, that's oh, not going to. that's so good. It's <laughs> so good. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, you'll be able to catch that on the video because I'm not editing it out. <laughs> so if you want to, oh, my you, want to know, oh, you want to know the answer. <laughs> yep. All right. Today, celebrating his birthday is Derek Jeter. He is an American baseball shortstop uh, playing his 20th and final season in Major League Baseball for the New York Yankees, five-time world champion. Jeter is regarded as a central figure by the Yankees during uh, – their success in the 90s and early 2000s during showing his hitting ability, base running, fielding, and leadership. He is a Yankee, all-time career leader in hits. You can hate him all you want, but he's celebrating his birthday today. Derek Jeter, what year? I have it written down. You want right, to guys talk? What do you got? I'm what year was he born or born. how old is he? Born. Born? What year was he born? I was thinking like 75. Yeah, I was around there too. Is that what you want to go with? Yeah, 70. Final right. decision. What do you got? I got 64. 64 for the points. Oh. So I got three points just keeping track 74. there, 74. 74. You were one oh. over. Oh. It's without going over. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow. This, this is going to really mess up things today. But I Michael, love it. Michael Vick. Today is Michael Vick's birthday. Any idea? Mr. Jonathan, no idea, right? I know who he is. He's the dogfighting guy. Yes, he hey. is. American football quarterback for the New York Jets. These are all here for Barry because he's a New York guy. National Football League, he's uh, uh, played with the Atlantic Falcons, the uh, Eagles. Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Vic was uh, handling uh, illegal interstate of dogfighting, and he got five years in prison. When he got out, he signed with the Philadelphia Eagles, reinstated in 2010. Vic became the Eagles' starting quarterback and led them to the 2011 NFL playoffs and the NFC East champions. Today is his birthday, Michael Vick. What do you got? Did you write your answer down? I have it down. All right. What do you think, Junior? Um, let's go with 1972. Sure. You're okay with that? Yep. Okay. What do you got, Mr. Jonathan? 1980. Two points. Again? 1980. Just for the record, I'm at five points right now. Just for the record, Chuck I wrote is, down 1980. Chuck Just for the record. Zero. Why didn't you go with that one? Because you're the man, dude. It's your show. It's your time. I'm going to let you play. I, he was, I, he was man, being debonair. You don't want to take me on take, in history. Take the All ship right. down. Well, 
that. I'll, I'll regain <laughs> control of the ship here. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I, don't think, I don't think it's possible. Last question. Oh, Happened uh, this day. French Grand Prix. The first Grand Prix motor racing event was held today. What year? The Grand Prix. The oh. first ever Grand Prix. Mr. Jonathan wrote it down. All I right. got it down. You I guys was chat. 1901. That, that far back, you think? You want to be under. Me. You want to be answer. under. All right, let's go. Let's do it. 1921. 19 what? A one. For the point, 1906. Ah, Chuck's there good. There you go. Chuck's good, but not good enough. Nope. Mr. Jonathan takes the win. So, uh, so I'm on a winning streak. Um, this day in American classic history was brought to you by Classic Cigars. Whatever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. We are out of time for this segment. When we come back, he started out as a blogger. Then he worked for a major cigar manufacturer. And now he's here with us on the Cigar Authority. Also, we got old Fart Freddy, gentleman Chuck Morrison with Debonair. And also a few letters in our mailbag. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. And I'd like to invite you to try our 15th anniversary cigar. This cigar is made at our factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. Rich Habano wrapper from Ecuador, Nicaraguan fillers from our farms in Condega, Esteli, and Jalapa. This cigar delivers a lot of flavor, richness, body, and some spice. I promise you, if you've never tried the 15th anniversary, it's going to deliver all the flavor you ever want in a great, rich cigar. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. What about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next? How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yet costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Oh, yeah. You think you got it? Okay. Do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh, yeah, so smooth. Oh, yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up, but oh, yeah, they're delicious, too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's La Giana Havana. Oh, yeah. Walking in, you're greeted with the aroma of friendship. You move to the humidor and reach into the Hallmark molded steel box, retrieving the only cigar worthy of such elegant protection. 
Your cut is meticulous. The light, easy and full. Your taste buds are immediately inundated with a barrage of wood and rare spice flavors, all finished with a trademark plume of smoke. Moscow City Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Hi, this is Rocky Patel from Rocky Patel Premium Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And it's a weekly broadcast about cigars and the nonsense surrounding it. And joining us is the new guy on the Cigar Authority. He is a cigar nerd. I say that with the uh, most debonair way, utmost respect I possibly can. With Uh, all due respect, I'm a cigar geek. I have no problem with that title. I think a perfect fit here for the Cigar Authority. Welcome back, everybody. This is Barry Stein, a cigar smoker. That's what you are, a cigar smoker. I'm a cigar smoker to a fault. I just just want to clarify everything, Barry. We are not allowed to swear on this show. (laughs) You know, being from Brooklyn, it's going to be a little difficult. Please do your best to watch your language, regardless of what the other host of the show does (laughs) during the show. All I know is between Dave's New England accent in my Brooklyn accent, this will be the first radio show that will need subtitles. It will. Here we go. So, uh, <laughs> Red Sox, Yankees? Yankees. Uh, uh, Patriots, Jets? Patriots. Yay! Hey, here we go. You, you know he works for the Patriots. Yes, I do. He does the sound for the Patriots. Uh, Bruins? Islander fan. But yeah. I've been to my fair share of Bruin fans yeah. growing up in Brooklyn. Uh, one of my dear friends was a Bruins fan. Okay. So when the Whalers were still in Hartford, we used to drive up to go see the Whalers and the Bruins. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, I got a little bit of history with the Bruins. All right. So Okay. Natural Maduro? Depends on my mood. Here we go. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. So, okay, let, let, let's start from the beginning. The people that don't know who you are and, and where you came from and how I first heard of you, uh, it was from a blog site that uh, you'd be writing about cigars way back from when? 2008. 2008. Yeah, I used to, uh, I started working in a cigar store, and then the opportunity presented itself to buy into it as a partner. And uh, my business partner at the time was working for the TV show America's Most Wanted. Oh, so he needed a guy to be his research assistant for uh, some of the cold cases he was working on. So I, I proved my worth with that. And being on the road so much with him, we kind of like were forced to sell the store. Oh, yeah. um, we didn't have the time to devote to it that it needed. So we sold the store. Okay. I, I missed being around cigars. So I ran into Sam Lassier in an event. And he kind of talked me into blogging. And he gave me a box of cigars, and he goes, this will be for your first review. Well, really? Yeah. So about a month after that, he sends me an email. This Where's was when Nub? When Nub hit. Really? And uh, I started the site, and here I am today. Wow. Yeah. Do you know uh, where Nub came from? Yeah, you told me the first yeah. day I met you in person. <laughs> yep. Wow. Yeah. So that's interesting. So... What, he thought you could do it because you, the way you talked about cigars or yeah, the passion he, of cigars? He asked the way, what I felt about the cigar, and I was in a little bit of a wise-ass mood. I was in a little bit in a bad mood. And uh, so I told him it was earthy, it was nutty, you know. It was a little, not too complex, but it hit the spot. And this is you as a consumer? As a consumer. Point. So he, he didn't know you knew, nah, really knew about cigars nah. at that point. Yeah. And he was like, you know, you should, <clears throat> you should start writing about cigars. Because it's obvious that you're passionate about it. Yeah. So every time I see Sam, I tell him, you know, you're responsible for me being in the industry. You to blame. Yeah, basically. <laughs> if, if you hate me, blame Sam. If you yeah. like me, thank you, Sam. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, Sam's a good guy. Very good guy. Yeah, have you have you tried his new thing? Yeah, I'm a big fan of it. Yeah, I yeah. Definitely like that. I know where that came door, from yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's a good guy, yeah. and uh, I, I wish him luck. I hope uh, you know he, he's got a couple of uh, great cigars out there, but he has competition um, with the with the uh, Kentucky Fire Cured stuff. And right. He's the little guy, you know, and yeah. the guy I'm rooting for. You know, I'm opinionated to a fault, so I have no problem saying I actually like his a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. So. I agree. Mm-hmm. It, it seems like he has less in it, which is more. You exactly. know, a good chef would put a little something exactly. in it and taste good. The KFC to me is a little overpowering, and it's more like you're smoking a pipe than a cigar yeah, at times. Yeah, yeah. Or at least to me, that's how it comes yeah, across. Yeah, some people may like and more And some people like that yeah. more. I like yeah. the subtleties that, that yeah. Sam's brings to the table. Yeah. He has a good palate. He, he's, yeah. he's awesome. So uh, you went from there, and uh, I'll tell you, you were the talk of the blog, blogging industry when you actually moved from – blogging to a manufacturer actually approached you. Yeah, I, I became good, pretty good friends with Jason Wood, who's the vice president of Miami Cigar. And uh, whenever they were doing a test blend, he would always send me samples, asking me what my opinion was. Whenever he was in town, we would get together or a reasonable drive. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, one more time. Okay. <clears throat> and uh, he, one day he goes, what would it take to move you to Miami? Wow. And I told him and we met halfway, the end, you know, long story short. Yeah. And on uh, New Year's Day 2012, I drove from Brooklyn, New York to Miami, and I spent two and a half years there. Wow. So, and seeing a, the whole back end of the cigar business for sure. Yeah, and, you know, I, I love Miami to death, and I love the industry to death. Miami, I love. I, I, I would, you know, when I was in Connecticut, well, I'm sure we'll yeah, get to yeah. that, I would have given anything to go back to Miami. I'm actually enjoying New Hampshire so far. Yeah, so yeah. It's not as dominant as it was, say, a week ago. Yeah. yeah. Everything just operates at a different pace in Miami. Well, you know, it's June. Get, Everybody likes New Hampshire in June. Yeah, we'll see how I feel when there's two yeah, feet of snow yeah, on the ground. February, but listen, it's been a couple of bad years. I, I think we're bound to have a, have a good one anyway. And it's uh, Well, when I left, everybody told me, you know, you're crazy for going to Miami. You got all the hurricanes. And what happens, Sandy hits New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Miami yeah. gets nothing. Right, so, right. Yeah. So maybe a good luck. Maybe. Who knows what happens. So you stay there two and a half years. They decide to go in a different approach because what you were doing there was some marketing. and Right, and they, they decided to outsource that, and uh, I split from Miami Cigar on good terms. Um, I still speak to Jason on a weekly basis. Oh, good. Um, Hector Paz, the director of sales, remains one of my closest friends. You know, they're rebranding the Nesta Miranda this year, uh, which is a cigar I happen to love. Good. So I wish them nothing but success. Good, good, good. It's, it's good when things end up going good. And uh, from there, you start searching for jobs, um, and you f- find a retail company up in Connecticut. Yeah, I actually reached out to the person that bought a cigarsmoker.com for me and asked if he wanted to sell it back. Okay. I figured with all the connections I made in Miami, I could take it to the next level. All right. At which point, he offered me partnership in the blog and a few other things. So I got in my car. Drove 1,200 miles, and uh, that fell through. Two weeks and two, three, three and a half weeks into the job, he goes, I can't afford the extra payroll. Uh, I'm like, you couldn't think of this before I moved? Right. So, From Miami to Connecticut. Yeah. So, you know, I put on social media that I was looking for a job. Somebody told me, call you. Yeah. And 30 seconds into the conversation, when can you come up? Yeah. So I came up last week. and The we next had a day you came yeah. after that, yeah. Had a conversation, and now I'm working over at Nashua on the yeah. webpage, social media, um, seeing what else I can do to, yeah. to help you yeah. guys. Yeah, we're, so. we're trying to find the, the right fit for you. But and finally, finally, the Cigar Authority can report 
Cigar News. There we go. Yeah. That is the biggest, the biggest win for me. For the Cigar Authority end of it, for sure, because we tried it. We tried blogging, but it takes so much time in operating the three retail stores, the mail order end of it, the wholesale end of it, the different brands that... Somebody that they, gets sick, <clears throat> covering the floor, it's just too much. Plus, now, to be honest with you, I write terrible, and I think Mr. Jonathan writes worse. I don't think so. No? I don't think so. I think the Old Fart Freddy segment speaks for itself. Not the Old Fart Freddy, but I, I recall a blog, and it sh- should still be there, about your bathroom behavior or how you went to the bathroom or something about the bathroom that had not one mention of a cigar in it at all, not even while you were sitting on the toilet that you were smoking a cigar. There was nothing. Do you recall that at all? Because it's still there. It, it, is, it is vaguely familiar. Okay, because it's still there. And so That's the thing about the computer. It's, it's there. You're, what you're saying is that the Cigar Authority should not be about my bathroom habits. Correct. Mm-hmm. Well, Nobody that's all you cares. had to say. As a matter of fact, if you paid attention last week to Chuck Morrison's debonair segment, nobody cares about your bathroom I don't know if you even care. Hey, right after that segment, one of his first Facebook status updates was about his IBS. So, well, that's oh god. Yeah. No, it was in case him. somebody had any medical knowledge of the condition, which it turns out it, I don't have a condition. I ate I ate too many raw cashews. We don't care. And we don't care. That's the point. And there was a problem. No, the point of this is we don't care. So you do care about cigars, and um, you came to work, and not only. Can you have all the cigars you want? And there's a lot of cigars to try, and that's part of it. You actually brought your own. Yeah, I mean, I feel bad when people tell me smoke what you want, especially how much I smoke. We're talking like four to seven a day. It's good. And you're uh, a rookie, but that's all right. You'll <laughs> learn. No, that's actually you'll... right up there. And my first day, <laughs> I probably average about five. So you're right. Okay. You're right there. Maybe a little better. Yeah, my first day on the job, you told me smoke whatever you want. Don't worry about it. I was like, I'm home. Yeah, <laughs> this is a beautiful thing. It's part of the job that has to happen anyway. And I, I tell a lot of people, they, they see me smoking cigars all the time and say, nice job smoking cigars. But you'll see the back end of what happens here at Two Guys. Everybody wants to sell us oh, cigars. There's, there's a lot of work. Like, you know, I know so many people who want to be in the industry, and I think so many companies were leery to take me on in the industry because everybody that's a cigar geek thinks it's all fun and games. Yeah. But there's a lot of hard work oh, man. to bring anything to the table. I mean, companies like... Like Miami Cigar. I know Laura Rohr is doing a new blend this year. Miami Cigar is doing a couple of new things this year. But there are so many things that you get right up to the point of production, and then for whatever reason, it doesn't happen. Yeah. So you spend all this time putting all this work, and it doesn't necessarily yeah. happen. And you've got to have a certain professional etiquette about it to handle it the right way. Yeah, somebody said they didn't like something <clears throat> or wasn't able to get enough of that tobacco exactly. or whatever, and it goes away. Yeah. Right. And we're going to end up... You know, getting to do samples after sample after sample of cigars of a lot of crap. And those are things that hopefully we don't put on the shelves in our store. And I'll say to somebody, yeah, I smoked seven cigars today, and six of them won't even make it on the shelf. They're awful. They're not worth what what they're trying to sell. And and, and that's the the tough part about it is to try to do it. Would Would it be nice to take every single cigar on? There's only so much room, and what we're trying to do is do the best for the people to come in. I mean, it, it would be one thing if all we were doing all day long was smoking this uh, this Sidewinder and just, you know, enjoying great cigars all day long. Unfortunately, that's not the reality. Right. No. The reality is I allow myself one cigar a day that I'm going to enjoy. Yeah, for sure. And the rest of it is a gamble. Right. right. It's a gamble. Exactly. Yeah. 
Well, that's going to be part of it. We're going to figure out uh, a segment for you, and we're going to ask the people that listen what it, maybe you can help us and you can write to us at the what? The CigarAuthority.com, just the Contact Us page. goes yep. right to us. And let us know uh, a segment that you'd like to see on here. But Barry's knowledgeable. I'm leaning towards something like what's happening in the cigar world type of thing. Yeah, we could do a weekly review, a news recap of the week. Yeah, like yeah, this yeah. week, the, you know, the, uh, the White House weighed in on the FDA. Yeah, yeah. So what and happened they, they, they kind of changed the wording of the uh, proposal that will remove premium cigars from the FDA. Yeah, this and is actually won't affect mail order as well. Yeah. So whether or not that actually stays it remains to be seen. But right now it's starting to look favorable for us. Yeah. Again, so for, for once, I mean, the White House seems to be on the side. Yeah, which is a little surprising. But really? I'll take it. Right. Know, I'll take it. Now, actually, by the way, am I living in a red state or a blue state? This is. Gone back Herbal. and forth. So it's, okay. Yeah, it's a weird thing. White. <laughs> that, mean, was, that was my worst problem about moving to Connecticut. I moved to a blue state. Yeah, so this was always red for years and years, but there was a turn that happened last year. Maybe the past two or three years or something, you could see it turning, and it went over last year. So yeah, there was we a, think the, it'll the whole back. faction of douchebags that came up from Massachusetts <laughs> into technical uh, term. New Hampshire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, you know, when I lived in New York, my vote never mattered. No, At least right. in Florida, it mattered, and here it'll matter, I guess, as well. So that's a good no, thing. And we, we had not found a place to live yet, and we were on the border here in Massachusetts, New Hampshire. Here's the thing. Massachusetts is blue as blue can get. That's yeah, it. Which is why I want to stay in New really Hampshire. Really go. Like when, you, when your girlfriend stops just before the moment and you get that certain color on your balls. See, there's no reason blue. to go here. Really? It's that this blue. Is not, this is past the line. This well, is Chuck where we never did it. a segment on that, so <laughs> it's allowed. Uh, actually, speaking thank, of thank reaching out to us uh, on, uh, on the Cigar Authority, this letter came to us, and, uh, and I'm, I'm reading it in a timely fashion, uh, in April. Uh, <laughs> this, uh, so <laughs> uh, this is going out to Kelly Perez. Thank you for reaching out to us, Kelly. My husband Sergio and I are heading to Miami, of all places, for a few days of R&R. We really want to enjoy a trip to Caliocho and see some hand-rolling of cigars and most of all enjoy a good smoke or two at a good cigar bar. Do you have any recommendations for some good places to visit for your tra- from your travels in Miami? I sincerely appreciate your advice. Thank you in advance, Kelly Perez. So she must have known that you were going to be on. Two and, and a half years there. You she, must have found one. She knew that I we were going to answer it in a timely fashion. Well, that's very Miami of you because in Miami, something that had to be done in April wouldn't have been done until, what is this, June. Yeah, exactly. So that's so very Miami. Perfect. So it works out. But, yeah, I mean, if you go to Miami, the one place you have to go is El Titan de Bronze, which yes. is right in the heart of Caliocho. Yeah. It's where they make the La Polina Goldie. Yeah. Um, they do uh, they do a few other brands there as well. And Sandy is one of the sweetest ladies you will ever meet in the industry. She'll sit there for two hours with you and make you feel like you're part of her family. Is that a cigar bar? It's not a cigar oh. bar, but if you want to get the true Caliocho cigar experience, yeah, yeah. you have to stop into El Titan de Bronze. Okay. But as for a cigar bar... You know, Smoke on the Water in Weston is a place where you can order a drink and have a cigar. Nice. In Miami itself, most places are BYOB. Okay. Um, there's a great place in South Miami called Cigar Cellar. They have a bar right next door where you can order your drinks from the bar, and they will bring it into the cigar lounge for you. All right. So those are, those are my recommendations there. All right. That music means we have to go to break. When we come back, uh, we're going to light up another Recluse cigar, and uh, it's going to be from the Eight-Legged Freaks. The, the freaky thing about this is there's, there's nine of them. That, that would be the freaky part about it. 
Uh, Junior Dominguez will join us back, and then later on we're going to bring Barry back on too. So stick around, everybody, for Mr. Jonathan Chuck Morrison. I'm David Garofalo. You're listening to The Cigar Authority. Stay tuned on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. When you're smoking your Armadeus Sidewinder, which requires no cutter but does require a lighter, always remember, keep the lit end out of your mouth because even an Ecuadorian shade cigar tastes disgusting. Wrong end in first. We'll be right back, everybody. That's what she said. (laughs) You know, some football players today remind me of Cuban cigars. They're weaker, they talk too much, and they don't pack the same punch they used to. Take it from Mike Ditka, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold, and check out the new Camacho Corojo line of smokes. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. In 1962, the U.S. signed the embargo, pronouncing all Cuban products illegal and un-American. For almost 50 years, the U.S. was without a comparable substitute. In 2011, the Cigar Agency releases Ortsak Bulletproof 1962, a Dominican handmade cigar designed to go head-to-head against Castro and his infamous cigars. Today, the Cigar Agency commissioned Hendrik Keltner's A-Team to bring you Ortsak Bulletproof. In the cigar world, the forbidden fruit is Castro's Cuban cigars. The fact is, the moment you light your first Cuban cigar is the moment you've been had. If you're looking for a cigar that delivers construction, draw, and price, maybe this time you should try an Ortsak Bulletproof. With the introduction of Ortsak, everything Castro is now backwards. Ortsak is Castro's spelled backwards. Ortsak is what you expect a good Cuban cigar to taste like. Only better. It is the cigar of the year. The new Ortsak Bulletproof 1962. Reigniting passion in the world of premium cigars and redefining who we are as cigar smokers and Americans. Castro hates Ortsak, but you will love them. All right, listen up. If you've been feeling stuck in life, unmotivated, procrastinating, and just flat-out frustrated with the same old results and routines, consider this your wake-up call. The fact of the matter is you control your destiny, not your boss, your company, the government, or anyone else outside of yourself. With responsibility comes power. My name is Chuck Morrison, owner and founder of MakingMountainsMove.com. Since 2009, I've been helping ordinary people from around the globe achieve extraordinary results. Authors, app developers, business owners, speakers, trainers, coaches, all just ordinary people until they plugged into the Triple M movement. Now it's your turn. This is about unleashing your legacy. If you've ever had that calling, that burning desire to raise your game and start living life at a higher level, the wait is finally over. End the frustration. Crush the procrastination. Say goodbye to fear, doubt, and worry forever. Check out the fastest growing movement inside the personal development industry. Check out Making Mountains Move. This is Jonathan Carney with the Florida Vancada. I'm J.R. Dominguez. This is John Hart. This is Victor Vitale. Hi, this is Pete Johnson. Steve Saka. Hi, this is Phil Zangi. This is a little bit of shake. Is the Cigar Authority. And faith. The authority on everything cigar. Shake and In. Yeah, you it. And out of the cigar industry. Do it. With your hosts. That's a lovely accent you have. David Garofalo. New Jersey. Austria. Austria. <laughs> well, then. Good day, mate. 
Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. Mr. Jonathan. Dear Lord, baby Jesus, or as our brothers to the south call you, hey Zeus, we thank you so much for this bountiful harvest of Domino's, KFC, and the always delicious Taco Bell. And Chuck Morrison. Is this your place? No. No, 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 no. No, I live with my mom. Oh. Yeah. You hungry? Hey, Ma! Can we get some meatloaf? It's time to light them up. There's no smoking in here. It's time. Oh, it's all right, darling. I'm a volunteer fireman. For the Cigar Authority. Hey, shake and bake, gal. Woo! Shake and bake! Do it. Hey, Seuss, that's... Jesus, right? That's it. You know, we're back live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. Gentleman Chuck Morrison here. We'll get Devin here with him. Mr. Jonathan's got Old Fat Freddy in the aging room. And we have Junior Dominguez back with us. We're going to have the mailbag and a lot more. Welcome back, everybody. You are listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show that flip-flops its guest back and forth back and, and has forth. it on more than once in yes. the show, in the U.S., and yes, the world. Yes. It is always broadcast on location always. this week. High atop Two Guys Smoke Shop in Tax-Free Salem, New Hampshire's worldwide headquarters. Not three stores. Only, only <laughs> three stores. I like, the, I like the way it sounds, though. Yeah. It sounds only, bigger than we are. We are, yeah. Uh, we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist and demand that you light up along with us. Tune in right on thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes or YouTube where you can set it and forget it on both. On yeah. both. And uh, the Sidewinder, Amadeus, Recluse Amadeus Sidewinder. This is up there. Michael Jackson would have two things to say about this cigar. <laughs> That's all he would have to say. Contender. Contender. This is absolutely in contention for being a contender. It's oh. in contention for being a t- contender. A contender. <laughs> it's a step forward. But it's not even really out yet. Whoa, uh, Wait, actually, is this going to be limited production or is this going to no, be available no, no, all no, the time? No, no, no. We do not do anything that's limited production. We do special that's productions. Special productions means that it's a special, uh, it's, it's a special shape, right? Uh, it's only done by one pair of rollers in the whole factory, but it's done continuously. It's done throughout the whole year, and it will be available in so all. It'll be in all, available, but if it really took off, it might be a little slow, but it will still be able to order it. Uh, well, if it, if if it were to took off to a point that we need more rollers to do uh, to put it, you'll uh, come out of retirement. Yeah. Exactly. With those little chubby Sorry. fingers, right? Exactly. Yeah. I do it myself. <laughs> yeah. All right? Uh, but, yeah, we do not do any limited productions because we, cannot, we do not want to make any cigars that people can't smoke. Can't we want to make cigars that people can't smoke. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense, right? Makes sense. Marketing right? 101. Exactly. It's, it's such the easy thing. Absolutely. And no problem getting the tobacco. No. You have, I've been to the factory. You yeah. have lots of tobacco. Yes. Millions of pounds. And of since all of our tobaccos are two years mm-hmm. fermented, that means that we already have in stock the tobaccos that we're going to be using in 2016. Beautiful. Now, here's my question. Yes. You've been, you've been in, the, in the factory since you were eight years old. Yeah. When was the first time that you took a couple of leaves together and made a blend? And, and like, like most kids, you know, my dad was a carpenter, so I can remember I was about eight years old and I had my own handsaw and I made something. A birdhouse or whatever, and I brought it to my dad, and I said, look, Dad, look what I made, and I was trying to be like him. How old were you the first time you grabbed a leaf of here and a leaf of there and rolled it together and said, Dad, look at this? I probably would say around 18, 19. Took you that long, huh? Yes. Wow. Yes. Uh, you were too busy and, sweeping the floors and stuff. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, the problem is that 
it takes time to be able to accommodate uh, to a position where you know what a tobacco is going to taste like. Sure. Uh, and that by blending this taste with this other taste, like cooking, by blending this taste with this other taste, you're going to be able to acquire a newer taste that's going to be better but than this other two ingredients by themselves. And it takes some time to be able to acquire that knowledge and that experience sure. to be able to do it. Uh, most people, it takes them more, longer than I have. Uh, some people have, uh, you know, if they're born with a, with a special ability, I guess, because they are able to do it, uh, having less experience than what I've had. And uh, it really depends on the person. Uh, you have to have a good palate, and you need to have a very good sense of smell to okay. be able to determine uh, how tobaccos are going to taste one with the other. Now, Dominican Republic does not have a smoking age. Is that correct? Yes, it does. It does. 18. It's yes. 18. 18, just oh, like okay. here. Just Fair like enough. here. Now, uh, being the country that it is, it's not a, a law that is very, uh, we're very adhered to. Uh, drinking age, drinking uh, age is very respected down there, but smoking age is not. I started smoking when I was eight years old. No kidding. Yes, that was my first cigar. Two years I had before a, my grandfather, by the way. I had a seven and a half by 50 Don Rafael that make, my dad makes. Uh, Don Rafael's his second line that he launched uh, when he started this business, and that's the first cigar that I had—a Connecticut shape. That time it was a USA Connecticut shape, a Connecticut wrapper. Wow! And um, very mild cigar. Still took me, knocked me down to the ground. You know, being eight years old, and that was the first time I smoked. And from there on, no problem. You no like problem. it? You like it? I like it. I enjoy it. Yeah. I really enjoy it. I don't know if you know this. I graduated uh, college from a computer systems engineer degree. I do. And yeah. uh, working in the cigar business. Right, which you could have, dad could have saved a lot of money. And I, I yeah. see that in a lot of families <laughs> that we had um, um, Hendrik Kellner's yeah, uh, his son. His son Klaus was Peter. up here. And um, he just went through and graduated after four years, top engineering school. Yeah. And he's in the Well, his dad was a top yes. engineer as well and ended up in the cig- right. tobacco business. Just yeah. cut to the chase, man. Yeah, go and, right to it. <laughs> you know, quarter of a million dollars to go through school, and uh, then I'm going back into the cigar business. I don't know. I don't get it. And uh, listen, my daughter's just finished, uh, wrapped up her second year. And uh, I, I don't want to say I'll be mad if she jumps into the cigar business, but it's a lot of money, and I begged her to do it to begin with. And... Uh, it hasn't happened, so we'll see two years from now after I spend it all and pay the bills. And then she'll say, yeah, I think we're getting the cigar business. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably going to weigh it's going. So talk about impressed. I'm impressed with the packaging on this, everything that's going on. This is the Recluse ELF pack. ELF. The ELF meaning? pack, yes. Meaning? The ELF pack is an acronym for Eight-Legged Freak. The reason it's an Eight-Legged Freak is because our logo, as you can see, has eight legs, but the pack has nine. Therefore, the freak. Nine legs. Nine legs. It's a, freak, it's a freaky cigar. It's a freaky package. Yeah. All right? And the special thing about this package is that in the canoe shape, you will only, uh, you, you're able to get these three blend, these three sizes in the OTG blend regularly. You can get them here at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They have it all the time. You mentioned OTG earlier. OTG? OTG stands for Off the Grid. It's our company mantra, and that's okay. the reason we name our first cigar. With the, o- uh, with the OTG. That's our first blend, the OTG. It stands for Off the Grid. Okay. All right? And you can get the canoe in the, in the Elf Pack 
you can get the Canoe in the Amadeus blend and the Draconian blend in all of the three sizes. But that's the only way you can get those. That's the only way you can get those uh, the, the Canoes in these two blends is that in for the right, eight-legged freak. Is that for right now or is that forever? It, that's going to be forever. Ah. All right. So you're you going to keep making this too? We're going to keep making this, but it's only going to be these these three sizes in that blend and these three sizes in this other in the draconian blend are only going to be available in the elf pack. That's it. That's okay. it. Okay, this is about a uh, $100 value here retail. Yes. And we also have the Sidewinder, which is a 90 uh, the Sidewinder elf pack which is a $90 uh, value yep. uh, sampler and it's got the same kind of presentation. And you will be able to get the Sidewinder in the Draconian and the Amadeus in the upcoming blend in a regular basis. But the only way to get them in the original OTG blend is in the Elf Pack as well. Okay. Hmm. Okay. All right. That's interesting. Let's All right. crack this bad so, boy open. So we're going to crack it open, and we're going to have our choice here. So the OTG, the Amadeus, or the Draconia. Now, uh, strength-wise, what are we looking at? Well, Obviously, the mildest on Amadeus. The mildest is going to be the Amadeus. It's going to be uh, mild to medium-bodied, but very flavorful, full flavorful cigar, as you have noticed in the side. Delicious. Uh, the OTG is a mild. It's a medium to full, but more to the medium side. It doesn't really get out of that. Uh, that, but it's full flavored as well. Yeah. Okay, and the Draconian is a little bit, a little bit more to the fuller side, but not a complete fuller side. Right. Also very flavorful, and because all of our tobaccos are, in, are aged for two years, eight fermentation cycles, that means that none of our cigars are going to drag your drag right. on your no throat, harshness to it, make you squat to pee or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> all right? I, I still do sometimes late at night. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. It has nothing to do with the cigars. That, that has nothing to do with the cigars. Personal preference. So. <laughs> yeah, it's part of his charm. All right, what do you have in general? I would like the middle size of the Draconian. The Draconian. There we go. This is the canoe number two. It's gonna. Uh, this is a. Uh, s- sorry about that. Seven by fifty-two cigars. A two-hour small go through five flavor transitions. Little pigtail on the go top. Ahead. We got plenty of each. All right. We'll pick one. What do you recommend, Junior? What's a good uh, uh, upper medium? You're gonna want to go the OTG. Go blend. with the OTG. All yeah. Right. Which All is right. the first three. All right. We'll go with the shorty here. All right, now the only question is because we have to do our cutting segment. Mm-hmm. Where yeah, where go. would you recommend cutting? Right at the very edge. So uh, I would recommend cutting at least uh, a half an inch into the into the okay. head. So I'm gonna go, so you get the full potential of yeah, the yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna go with Amadeus only because nobody picked that one, and I loved the, the Sidewinder. I of would the Amadeus. have I would have to go with the Amadeus as well. Okay, so I, I got the right it. I got the right one. It's yeah. how I it's a, <laughs> how I am taking that, but okay, maybe that's you, me. You take that however you like. Okay, so now we got a little uh, twisty head on this. We have the, the shape of of the uh, Bellicoso, um, that it's pointed at both ends. It's an open foot, but the head has a little uh, curly top on it. Yes. So Pulled out all the stops on this one. Let me ask you this. Can you just twist the curly top? You can, and it will draw perfectly, but to oh. get the full potential of the blend... You take the full potential a of the draw, of you've got to take there. at least a quarter of an inch, maybe half an inch off the cap. Oh. Okay. So, uh, and I, I saw on the original one that came in, you had this little band around it. Yeah. We at first, had we it. had it down uh, to mark the, the cut line. Uh, the reason that we did that is so people uh, would know that uh, that was a cut line of so the So now they know. 
and now they know. And uh, we also include a little card in every box that says "Cut on this line is a representative." We took the bands, we took the little rubber bands out, but we still put the line on uh, the the little card that has a, a yeah, graphic yeah. representing where we recommend that you cut the cigar to get the full potential out of the draw. But you can just twist the twist the cap off, and the cigar will still sure. draw perfect. I'm going to cut it, but. Um, you know, I say to a lot of people, you look at the cap of a cigar and mm-hmm. you don't want to cut m- much deeper than the cap because the cigar will yeah. unravel. But well, I'm okay a quarter of an inch down here. Yes, because uh, these cigars, I have the rollers specifically told the rollers that because of this functionality, the, of this uh, represent, yeah. repre- uh, representation that I include in the boxes, that they need to start forming the head uh, an inch down. Okay. So they actually start forming the head down here. And go up the top, so that way, when you cut the cigar at least half an inch down, mm. the cigar won't unravel. Beautiful. So we know that it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars—they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. And Mr. Jonathan, we are going to use what to light the cigar? We are using the injector. Injector. This is, this is Black Label Injector. This is but the, this is the vertigo. vertigo. Vertigo Injector. No, I believe it's the Black Label. Which one of us is doing the commercial on this? I'm looking at the... You're loop. looking at the show sheet from last week, buddy. That just didn't make it back really? in the package. Really? Oh, so this is a Vertigo. Yeah, read the bottom vert- of the lighter with your glasses there. It's, I can see it. See that? It's Vertigo. And uh, this is the four jets. And you see the little coil they have built in there? Mm-hmm. That's what makes it turn red. He's obviously an expert on these yeah. these lighters. You're able, you're, you're able to see the color in any background, so that way you don't burn your fingers or your nose while lighting your cigar. Or around. in the case of me, I, I, I can't tell you how many times I've lit my mustache on fire. <laughs> There's nothing worse than walking around for the entire day smelling Burnt your hair. own burning hair. <laughs> <laughs> so because it points down to a very tip, it only takes a second to light to the light cigar. To light the cigar. Yeah. I like it. I really like oh, it. Oh, yeah. That's a party. Amadeus is going to be your biggest selling cigar. But I think it might be Sidewinder because that is the bomb. awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Well, remember that the, uh, Amad- the canoe in the Amadeus is only going to be available in the yes. Alphabets, which, by mm. the way, are available here at Two Guys Smoke Shop. And if you're a fan of the canoe, and you want to try all the different blends that we do, you should definitely get one of the OPEX right here at Two Guys Smoke Thank Shop. Thank you. Very nice. Thank you for that little commercial. There we go. That was good. Right here yeah. at the Worldwide Headquarters. Yeah. He's fitting in. Two Guys Smoke Shop. <laughs> home, of, home of the S-bomb. <laughs> the S-bomb? <laughs> oh, yeah. So you heard, you heard uh, Barry telling you about the things uh, – Took a turn for the good, a little from the White House. Yes, you on can't the FDA. trust those people, though. Absolutely, that's the point. We got thirty-four thousand people to comment on on the FDA deeming regulations on cigars. Have you been counted? That's what we want to know. If you haven't, please go on cigarrights.org. Cigarrights.org. It's going to take you about two minutes. You're going to fill out a little thing. It's going to go to them. They have to read it. They have to read every single person's. We're going to try to slow them down at the very least, and we have. We got an extra thirty days, which brings us past the trade show, which is great. And um, hopefully, they see that there are people out there. There's voters and there's people that care about cigars, and that cigars, according to the White House, uh, cigars are not harmful to you. Correct. You know why? Because they're not. 
and there's scientific evidence to prove it, and they can't get past the science. That's it. And that's what the FDA wants to know, the science of it. But they want to know your opinion, too. So uh, if you listen to the show, i got to imagine your opinion is pro-cigars. Leave us alone. It's different than other products. Please go on CigarRights.org and please be counted. Put your information in. There's not a lot of time. Don't wait till the last second. Do it now, yeah. right now. I hate for you to leave the show right now, but you can keep the show yeah, playing. Yeah, just open up a new tab and just and go just to CigarRights.org. CigarRights.org. There it is. See, CigarRights.org.org. There it is. It's right on the front page. See it right there? Boom. Click That's the button. That's what you go. Just click the button. When you're doing it, you're being a gentleman by doing it. That's what you are. You're being a gentleman. Yeah, baby. And while you're enjoying life to its fullest, and it's important to be a gentleman, how to be more debonair is Mr. Chuck Morrison. Do you need a gentleman? Gentleman, I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts, switch on your electronic devices, and pump up the volume. You need a gentleman? And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Gentlemen, today we're going to discuss the art of the handwritten letter. Here we go. A true gentleman doesn't just send a thank you note. He handwrites it. Not, he, not a text. Not a text. No. Not a, not a tweet. Yeah. Not, a, not, not, a, not a Facebook post. Yeah. We're talking the ancient art of handwritten letters. In the age of Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Gmail, the art of the handwritten letter is certainly a lost art. Emails are deleted. Facebook messages are ignored. If you want to make a lasting, memorable impression and be a true gentleman, be debonair, shall we say, Mr. Garofalo. Yes. Write a handwritten letter. It will forever be known. And, and listen to this. I still have, to this day, a handwritten letter from um, Mr. Newman himself, Eric yes. and Bobby Newman. Yeah. John. I was going to say, that that's what they do. I yeah. still I have it hanging. I have like a little cork board in my office. It still hangs there with variable memorabilia that I have from my you know broadcasting days, if you will. But if it was an email, you know, maybe you save it, but it gets, it gets lost, yeah. you know? Um, Not remembered for sure. Yeah. So I'm telling you, gentlemen out there, guys listening, if you you know you want to send a thank you letter, uh, even a birthday card, whatever it may be, if you really want to stand out, if you really want to be a gentleman, if you really want to be debonair, write a handwritten letter and send it in the mail. Let me ask you this: You said birthday card. What? How many days must I keep a birthday card that somebody sent me? What is the? How many days? You know how many, what? Wait, you how should, many days? How many you hours? Do, you should do a whole. Yeah, you should do a whole segment on, uh, oh. on how long you should keep. Because keep those type I want to write it. Write it when I open it. I want to say, "Isn't that nice?" I caught it and throw it immediately yes. in the barrel. But I say, "No, that's wrong. I can't do it." So I leave it for a while. In day two, I look at it and I, I'm cleaning off whatever I'm cleaning. There it is again. I go, "No, it's not enough time yet." <laughs> and then you know, two three days into it, I go, "All right, that's enough." Is there an etiquette? That's a great question. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) How many days? I got to think about that. We we don't have to hit that on the uh, edge. I got got bagged once. Someone gave me a a Christmas card. I had taught her two boys gymnastics. She worked in the office of the gym I was teaching at. And she gave me a Christmas card. And it was the boys' pictures. And I 
looked at it from my box. I was, oh, isn't that nice? And I threw it away. She found it in the trash. Oh, wow. That that was not good. I should have taken it home to throw it away. <laughs> you got to wait. I think it's got to be three days. I'm going to go with three days. Yeah. Three days. The number, the number of <laughs> yeah, days oh, before right Christ now. was risen. Yeah. Oh, God. You have to hang on to it for a week. See what happens. That's the gentleman's if way. If there's a picture in it, you can't throw it out. It's right? a tricky question, though. Oh, yeah. It is a tricky question. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. The question is, gentlemen, are you debonair enough? Can you ever be debonair enough? Right. Can be more debonair. Can always be more debonair. Add some debonair onto it. How long would a gentleman hold this birthday card for? <laughs> really? The ultimate Diamond Crown experience. It is this Monday. Is the drawing at cigar stores across the country this Monday? You're buying three Diamond Crowns, Maximus, Julius Caesar, or the regular Diamond Crown. Mix and match any way you want. You get a chance to win. If you buy a whole box, you get ten chances to win, and you can win. A three-day, two-night smoking experience for two, October 16th, 17th, and 18th. All the cigar stores are doing it. Round-trip airfare for two to Tampa, Florida. Deluxe accommodations. A tour of the J.C. Newman Cigar Museum in Tampa. A tour of the J.C. Newman Cigar Factory, including cigars. Dinner in the boardroom, plus first-class seating at the Tampa Bay Lightning Game in the Diamond Crown Cigar Lounge. The only place where you can watch the game live and smoke cigars. Yeah, baby. Cigars and cocktails at Bobby Newman's home. And here it is. The Taste of Resistance. Mm-hmm. Sit in live on the Cigar Authority taping from the J.C. Newman Cigar Factory and Museum. All cigars are included. This drawing is taking place in 50 cigar stores across the country. The drawing is this Monday, June 30th at participating retail shops this Monday. So this weekend, get in those cigar stores and stop by and dime. You've got to buy at least three. Yeah. We recommend the trifecta if that's what you're going to yes. do. If you've already smoked Diamond Crown cigars, you should get yourself a box because yep. you get 10 chances. And buying so late, you're right on the top. I mean, they, they're going to have to mix those really well. Most places are just going to pull right from the top. So now's the time to buy. You're going to have 50 people win a trip for two. That's 100 people. We're having it at, at our three stores. Right. And we're going ourselves, and we're going to do the show from there. We were the test market. We were the guinea pigs. We were willing to do it. And we, we didn't, didn't even charge them. Didn't charge them anything to be the guinea pigs. <laughs> it was the time of your life. It was a Diamond Crown experience. It was great. So I urge you, go out there, wherever your cigar stores are, get in on that Diamond Crown experience, and uh, we'll see you in Tampa. Yeah, you will. Yep. Here we go. Yep. So uh, right now, it's time to go into the aging room. We're going to see what old Fod Freddy has to say this week. Apologies in advance to everybody. <laughs> I don't it's apologize. It's time to step into the aging room. Sometimes aging makes a great cigar even better, just like aging room cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our aging room is Old Fart Freddy. Nowadays, when you call the Incontinence Hotline, first they make you push one for English, and then they put you on hold. I'm incontinent for crying out loud. In my day, the only way to put number one on hold was with a clothespin with a stiff spring. Nowadays, the discharge process from the hospital can take hours. There is paperwork, insurance, protocol, and you have to find your underwear. In my day, the doc based his decision to discharge you on a gentle squeeze while you coughed. Nowadays, all people care about is that their food is made from white meat. In my day, World War III broke out between me and 11 siblings over the turkey legs or wings. The darker the fruit, the sweeter the meat, Papa Fat Freddy would always say. We were clothespin men with no problems discharging that were not afraid to eat the dark meat. Sometimes, 
Aging makes a what? great cigar even better. What? Just like Aging Room Cigars. <laughs> made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco. Try Aging Room Cigars from Boutique Blends. Some things are better aged. Some are Here it not. comes. Here hey, it comes. Doc, I said gentle squeeze. <laughs> I think we're going to title oh. the show Censored. <laughs> <laughs> Old Fat Freddy. <laughs> we have uh, a night of crime going on at uh, Two Guys Smoke Shop uh, with the one and only Howie Carr. He's a radio uh, host up here in the Boston area. The night of crime is Saturday, September 27th. Starts at 6 o'clock at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. The night of crime will focus on the incredible trial of Whitey Bulger in Boston. It's no hard holds Bod uh, event, how we will include inside stories about the testimony, what the TV cameras didn't record because they weren't allowed to in the courtroom. He'll show gruesome photos of the bulge of victims before and after, and some will be R-rated. How we will explain the mysterious murders of Stippo Rakes and what's next for Whitey. And there's more. Howie will tell you all about it. Howie is a writer for the Boston Globe, host the Howie Car Radio Show on WRKO, a journalist and bestseller selling book author, including Bul- Brothers Bulger, Hitman, Rifleman, and The Rat Man. The Night of Crime will include an old-school Italian meal, including macaroni, meatballs, sausages, antipasto, and more. Add to that two limited-edition cigars produced just for that night and two hours of Howie Carr as he takes us through the stories of crime. Tickets are $99 per person, and seating is very limited, advanced tickets only. There are only a few tickets left. So I'm hoping by the time you hear this episode, because you're hearing it on Saturday... There are tickets left, hopefully, but I would say they will be gone by Saturday. So uh, if you're getting this message, if you're interested, you're hearing it right this second, you want to go, pick up the phone or get down to two guys and buy a ticket because that will wrap it up, my And friends. once they're sold out, don't be trying to text me or call for me in the back room. Yeah, Is there, there an extra ticket? There isn't. We're under contract. There can only be the 50 people, and that's how these people saying that that's not even us. That's us. So there's nothing we can do about it. So that is it. Uh, Junior Dominguez, yes, you, got, sir. you got some great cigars here. Look at the ash on that. Yes, you must yeah. work out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to work it to, until uh, the, middle, uh, the, mid, the middle of the cigar. It's nice. awesome. He's, uh, yeah. he's, he's being an ash hole right uh, now. An ash hole. <laughs> if that falls on the floor, that's ash hole-ish. It yeah. is, uh, it is what do you think I'm angling towards the light, the, the, the ashtray? It just, shows, it just shows the construction of it. Listen, you're putting out premium stuff, great stuff for a uh, uh, 25-year-old kid. The next generation, here it comes. I Thank love you. it. I see it in the, in the industry across. I think the uh, future is great for cigars. Great. Thank, He's thank the one to friend. watch for sure. Thank you. Yeah. One to watch for sure. Okay, we're going to go to break. Uh, when we come back, uh, we're going to take a peek into the asylum, the insane news that's going on. We're going to check the mailbag a little more. And uh, we're going to bring Barry Stein back on and uh, see what's going on in the cigar world. If he has any news to tell us or anything, he doesn't even know I'm saying this, but we're bringing him on anyway. <laughs> he didn't even know he was on the show no, until yesterday. <laughs> but but he'll, he'll, he'll see how it goes here. It's called Winging It, and we're doing it live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. Uh, what does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, 
simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch, it was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid... a dwarf. Uh, a little person. No, she's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. Fleur de Lorraine cigars, simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Fleur de Lorraine, stop missing out. Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. Your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as, Hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. Hey, Jack, I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. Really? What's it called? Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal? 
Is it really different from the other magazines? It is. Cigar Journal is all about cigars. None of the nonsense you see in other magazines. Really? Yeah, it has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. Is it a little newsletter? No, I think you'll be very impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, a thick cover, and is strictly for the cigar enthusiast. They cover cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. That sounds interesting. Where can I buy it? Cigar Journal is available at local cigar retailers and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. I'll sign up today. Hi, guys. This is Omar de Frias, owner of Fratello Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority, United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Yes, you are, Omar. We're going to take a peek in the asylum. We're going to fi- find out some insane news. We've got some mailbags, and we've got Barry Stein with us, and he-, he keeps his ear to the ground, knows about these little brands that I don't even know about, so we'll ask him about that, what he likes and all that. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to the Cigar Authority. Um, Barry, you smoking this? Uh... Yeah, I'm really digging it. You're so, digging it? Yeah, you know, a lot of flavor for a Connecticut, or at least a shade wrapper, and just I could see smoking this every day for a while before I oh. moved on to something else. There we go. It's just it's that good. So you're you're a you're a blogger and you can actually appreciate a mild cigar because we we've talked about this for years. Most hardcore cigar smokers are into big and bold, and I found out this week that that really isn't your wheelhouse. Nah, I mean I tend to like medium bodied, um, but I like everything across the board. I mean there are some really full bodied cigars like Cro Magnon. That I could really get into. Well, the one you blended yourself, Kilo. Kilo, which was That's done for social media, which, you know, in social media, the blogging community, my fellow cigar geeks, they tend to like full-bodied cigars, stronger cigars. They like Lanceros, too. You like, like Lanceros? I do. Yeah. <laughs> I get a little frustrated sometimes. They're hard to keep lit sometimes. Yeah. They're hard to draw a lot of times. Yeah, I mean, Asylum's the new one, 99 Problems, yeah. has yeah. a really fluid drawer about it, and I didn't have a problem with keeping that one No lit. problem with the problem. No problem with the problem. <laughs> yeah. 99 problems, but the draw was not one of them. Oh, nice. nice. Well played. There you go. It is. Um, so you have a favorite cigar? For those that are wondering, you know, what do you like smoking, you know, with your go-to cigar is? It, it's flavor of the month. I mean, yeah. I change so much because I'm always looking for, like, what I consider to be the next big thing. Right. You right. know, yes. I'm big into so many smaller companies. You know, Guayacan, Noel Royce, yeah. uh, Robert Caldwell, Caldwell Cigar Company, has a cigar out called Long Live the King. Like, right now, I would name that my cigar of the year. Is wow. that out? It's out. Um, I think it's being made in the DR. Um, I know they're going to be at IPCPR. Okay. A lot of these cigars, they, their production is so, so small. When we go over to the booth, they actually say to us, you're not going to be happy here. I know. That's that's a problem with so yeah. many smaller companies. And then when they have to make them in mass quantity, they can't, they can't keep the quality yeah, the same. Yeah. The tobacco is limited. Um, but that Long Live the King, if they can keep the tobacco up, that's going to be a really good cigar. And you don't know what time. factory that's coming out of. I want to say Ventura, but I'm, I'm not a 1,000% on that. So Okay. I'll say Ventura if I'm wrong. I'm, you know, I'll gladly eat crow. Yeah. But speaking of wrong, uh, Howie Carr works for the Boston Herald, not the Boston Globe. I think he's actually an enemy of the Herald. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Mrs. Garofalo caught me on that. Yes, she did. I have all my favorite people catching me on all my mistakes. You've uh, you've kind of hit a couple home runs today. Yes, yes. So it's been a little vindication for Mr. Jonathan. Well, you know what? Like it's, it. it's being a little unprepared today because it's Thursday. Today is the day we prepare. It for is. the Cigar Authority. Yeah. 
So uh, picking up J.R. Dominguez this morning an hour early. Um, I had a 10 o'clock pickup. I was wondering where he was at 9. He just doesn't get it. can't make the plane (laughs) show up sooner. (laughs) The plane was operating on Dominican time. It was. Well, if that were the case, it'd show up next month. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of like the mail that we just had, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, Mr. Jonathan and his his dinner, lunch and dinner. Um, Let's take a peek into the asylum. You ready on that, Chuck? Let's see what's crazy out there. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away, ha-ha! It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news and stories, too insane to be true, but they are brought to you by Asylum Cigars, Take No Prisoners, truly flavorful medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 6x80, that's right, that's Asylum. Alan Papak went in for a routine operation to remove a stomach ulcer in Bosnia in 2003. Then for nine full years suffered from agonizing pains in his stomach. He'd also suffered from some other health problems, which in hindsight appear to be related to his problem. Eventually, the pain became so extreme that he had to go back to the hospital and was astounded when an x-ray showed a pair of scissors in his abdomen that had been overlooked nearly a decade prior. I have only three words to say about this insane story. Cut it out that's asylum brought to you by <laughs> asylum cigars take no prisoners little dave coulier truly there. flavorful medium-bodied cigars Plus. with sizes ranging from 4 by 44 to the insane 6 by 80 that's insane that's asylum they're coming to take me away he had to go get an x-ray to find out he had a pair of scissors in his stomach. He doesn't remember swallowing them? No, from the surgery. Oh, oh, all right. He had surgery a decade prior. Oh, they left it in him. Yeah. I thought he swallowed it, and how would he not remember? In his abdomen. Yeah, inside the thing I, with the ulcer and really? all Really? They left the scissors there. You know, the doctor set this. I can see a clamp, but the scissors. Oh, I'm just going to set these in this guy's stomach for a second? I can't see a clamp. We're closing them up. Is there yeah. anything in there? Get those gloves out of there and uh, yeah. your iPod out <laughs> before you close them up, right? Oh, Crazy. The, why, these are, I don't these are real stories. Oh, yeah. Google it. That's I don't Google. know why. <laughs> I, don't, I said they're real stories, right? They're real. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't know, I don't know why a doctor would leave a pair of scissors in there. Again, the clamp, you have to clamp that to tissue. Maybe that gets folded underneath and you, you miss it. Scissors, you cut and then you put it on the tray. Cut it out. Cut it out. Don Magnigno. Oh, hey. Saturday, August 2nd, he's going to be on the show. Barry, do you even know that cigar? No, I do not. Oh, you're going to have to smoke that on Monday with me. It's very good. Yeah. Very good. Costa Rican. Made in Costa Rica. It is the number one cigar of Costa Rica, of the people that smoke cigars in Costa Rica. Um, And uh, anywhere you go in Costa Rica, that's the cigar you'll find. In the U.S., small distribution. Distribution companies out of Nashua, New Hampshire. Yeah. I'm looking forward to smoking. Yeah, and very intriguing. Very intriguing. Um, I'm a natural guy. I'm not crazy about a lot of Maduros. That's the Maduro. That is very good. That is the Maduro. Do you play chess by any chance? Not well, but I do. 
All right, I'm going to introduce you to this guy, uh, Jose Ramos. He, he play plays very game. good. He beat Mr. Jonathan, who was he undefeated in Undefeated since years. the fourth grade. Wow. <laughs> How many times have you played since the fourth grade? A lot. Twice. Okay. Twice. Twice. <laughs> now, my game is Cuban Dominoes, double, double nine. Double nines. I can play that. Uh, we'll have to have a little tournament or something like that. Yeah, I used to play five hours a day every day in Miami. Yeah? yeah kept me sane. Okay. Uh, also, uh, in August, August 9th, the uh, Cigar Authority. This is something you may want to travel with us. Too. Oh, I definitely recommend it. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Look at Barry. He, he can hang with us. Barry, you'll have a good time. This is going to be, we're going down to the Italian neighborhood of Boston, which is called the North End. You've been, never, I've, I've you've been, been there. there. I've been there. Okay, this is the Madonna della Cava Italian Feast. I'm in. You're I'm in. I'm all in. There we go. Some Zeppelis. There we go. This yeah. is August 9th. Uh, Saturday, we're going to broadcast live from Madonna della Cava as we did last year. So we're going to eat a lot. We're going to smoke a lot. Before, during, and after, we stay and eat some more, and you can hang for sure. Do you even know what a Zeppeli is, though? Yeah. Because I was at a place the other night, and everybody was referring to it as fried dough. And I said, what are you talking about? And they explained it with the powdered sugar. I'm like, that's a Zeppeli. And they looked at me like I had two heads. Yeah. I mean, it might be a Brooklyn thing. I mean, they're beignets in New Orleans. Yeah, but. uh, My wife calls it funnel cake. No, funnel that, cake is what they call it in Miami, I'm sure. That's elsewhere, a different so. thing. They're all a little quite, little different. Funnel cake is a little different that they string the, yeah. the stuff into the in, in there. Fried dough is they get the the dough in one piece. They stretch it and, and put it there. They make you, a pizza and they fry it without the sauce oh. and the cheese. Well, you've got to load uh. the thing up. You've got to put uh, I put maple syrup. You've got to go cinnamon. Yeah, I get I powder. Can't, I can't eat that when you said um, the um, funnel cake. No? It's too greasy. Come on, Dave. It's too greasy because it's too greasy. greasy. It's, it's gross, man. It's um, terrible. I'm looking forward to my Zeppelis, my hot Italian sausage. Yep. It's going to be a good time. Carp, are you a carp guy? Oh, no, what do we have? Um, tripe. Uh, tripe, rather? I have it usually around the holidays. You know? Voluntarily? Yeah. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. You had it in a, in a Chinese restaurant in Vegas. Yeah, what, and then I what, told you not to order it there. Why would it, you order it there? You zip your lip over I there. told you not to. <laughs> Please don't order it. Why that. would you order Big it mistake. anywhere? We had it at the Madonna della Cava thing, and I tried it the second time, and it was equally as disgusting. No. <laughs> I'm not a fan myself either, Losing but respect. you don't get it in a Chinese restaurant. That was a big mistake. That was a big mistake. She looked like she had an Italian accent, kind of. You know? Yeah. Well, with the mustache and everything. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it was curled up on both sides. I thought she was legit. Yeah. What about bacala? Have you had bacala? I don't know what that is, but it sounds like salty. dirty. Yeah, Too very salty. salty. Too salty. Uh, the new Perdomo cigars, they're going to launch it here on August 16th. We'll be back from the show, and um, we'll uh, launch their new double-aged I don't know what double-aged would be. It's either well, aged or it's, it's not. aged tobacco, and then they age it for two more years in a barrel. As a finished product? No, nope, just as the tobacco itself. So raw tobacco aged for 10 years, and then aged for two more years inside the bourbon barrel, and that's the barrel aged. Oh, wow. I want to so, try it. I want to try a sample before we decide if we're going to buy it, because typically... They're launching it on the show. You already agreed to oh, buy yeah, it. Oh, yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> this is why you're not the buyer. Go light. Because um, don't worry, um, Miami Cigar. I don't know if you were you were with them at the time when they came out with the um, barrel aged. It was before me. Oh I yeah, I remember it scored well at Aficionado. Yeah, I didn't care for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm not a f- adding something to. I want to taste the tobacco, and when you overpower it with something else, I can't taste the tobacco anymore. It's covered up. I'm not happy about it. 
I'm just a purist when it comes to it. I want to taste the tobacco. I felt the same way right up until Barry introduced me to Cuban coffee, and now I'm okay with trying things that are a little different. And, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm curious to try it myself. Newbie yeah. question. Yeah. I had to bring a little of my what, Cuban culture you know, yeah. in New Hampshire. What is Cuban coffee? It's use a brand of coffee called Pilon. It's in a red and yellow vacuum-packed bag. And what you do is you make it in like an espresso maker. And you add five teaspoons of sugar to the pot before the coffee drips. To the pot? To the pot. So once the coffee starts dripping into the pot, four or five drops hit, you pull the coffee out, put another pot in to catch the rest of the coffee, and you're going to whip the sugar into a paste. And then you coat the whole side of the cylinder, the the pot, the carafe, whatever you want to call it, and then you pour the coffee into that, and you whip it some more. And the sugar puts a foam on top that's called espumita. And it takes a bit of coffee and makes it super sweet, and I'm ready to run a marathon afterwards. Here's wow. here's what happens. Here's what happens, Chuck. Right around, I'm not going with the marathon deal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I like yeah. I like I like to learn how to do stuff. So Barry did it. So he made his round, and then I did it, and mine paled in comparison. And then he showed me again and made it again, and then I did mine again. By the time we were halfway through the day, oh, you were we were both strung out, man. <laughs> oh, God. It, was, it, it is liquid crack cocaine is what it is. Well, in Miami, they, they serve it in like a little one-ounce cup. Yeah, yeah. And I was referring to it as a bump. Sure. Because you get yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just leave it at that. Here we go. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. the the only The only issue is it, it is so little amount of coffee that the first couple of times I wanted more, so I I kept making it and I was adding more to it. <laughs> Turn it into an and then, but, you know, we're trying to make it stronger. No, no, not stronger, but just more of it. So like a cup of coffee. The problem is by the oh, time no. you get to the bottom, you you can't trust a fart for the rest of the game. It's, <laughs> oh, it's a it's a whole nother level of danger. Yeah, Will well, Robinson. Yeah. Everybody should go on YouTube and they should type Ralphie May. Oh, he does the best. Cuban right? coffee. It's exactly R A L P H I E. It's hysterical and it's true. Yeah. So you, if, if you want to get an idea what Cuban coffee is like, you can watch see the into the future. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Watch See, that comedy routine, Dave. What did you think? Because you're, you're, you're again, you're a purist, even with coffee. I mean, you don't add cream, you don't add sugar. Yeah. It's black. It was, it was delicious. I've had Cuban coffee many times. All, you know, when I go on all these trips to these third world countries, or when I go down to Miami, that's always what they bring in. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I don't want to be that guy and say you got anything without sugar <laughs> on it. So I drink it. It's delicious. It is. It's delicious, and it is rocket fuel. You only need a little bit, yeah. and you get that thing like drinking a big Dunkin' Donuts, or you know, it's. Oh yeah, you're all hopped up. We got a lot of work done that first day. <laughs> yeah, so it, it was, and the cool thing about nuts. the coffee machine in Nashua, it has the steamer on the side. So yeah. next week I'm going to bring some milk. I'm going to make some cafe con leche. And I'm going to have to do that with almond milk. I don't do the dairy thing right now. Oh, that's I'm right. dieting. That's a dirty word. It is. You got to get off all that. I don't do this. I don't do that. I tried I it. I'm yeah. not just not going to drink it with milk. I mean, I'm having bathroom issues as it is with the regular Cuban coffee. I had dairy to that. It's, <laughs> it's always game back over. to the bathroom. I don't care. with over. the bathroom. It's all about the bathroom. It always is. Usually you've got to be like into your 60s before you, that's all you talk about is <laughs> oh, the bathroom no, I got thing. problems. How old are you, Mr. Jonathan? 36, and I, I'm here to tell How you How old this. are you, Barry? 45. Okay, so Barry is getting closer to me because I'm 54. But so, I'll never catch up. No. <laughs> I'm gonna have to die young. They don't do say in, that. They don't do in my that. family, man. Don't say that, man. Don't don't test me because I just yeah, yeah, just right, to win. Right. <laughs> just to win, I would. No, I would never. Fourth um, of July, 
Friday. This Friday. Right. Because today is really Saturday. So yeah. this Friday is 4th of July. We have the day off, by the way. Oh, excellent. Yep. What am I going to do with You myself? do? We have the day off. Yeah, we close five days a year. This is one of them. I thought you were only two days a year. Independence no. Day, man. You got to yes. celebrate. Absolutely. What do you got, Mr. Jonathan? Oh, we got a little mailbag action. We had a visitor by the name of Eric Lavalley, uh, and he says, Dave, Mr. Jonathan, and Chuck. Please forgive the fact that this is sent via email. This kid can oh. see into the future. He must be drinking Cuban coffee He's and a debonair. lot of it. He's debonair. This is not a handwritten note sent through the U.S. Postal Service. <laughs> I would like to take this opportunity to thank you all and your staff for making this last Father's Day a special one for my father and I. In addition to attending the cigar dinner at Salvatore's, oh, which was the really father-son nice. yeah, dinner, I got it. my father and I were fortunate to attend a, a tasting seminar put on by Hanky and Klaus Peter Kellner at the Salem, New Hampshire shop, which is the worldwide headquarters, I understand, of Two Guys Smoke <laughs> he Shop. He didn't write that. Did <laughs> they written right here in black no, and white? No, you liar. You uh, liar. The, <laughs> the tasting seminar was incredible. I learned more than I could have imagined from the great Hanky Kellner. The dinner was a perfect ending to the afternoon, and Dave, your opening remarks touched every heartstring at every table. Thank you for sharing such a personal story. It was uh, a bathroom problem. And he, uh, he I, says, he goes on to I say that, shared he, with he, him that I'm yeah. sure you did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you did. Uh, he's been listening to the program via iTunes for the past year, starting at around episode 50, and he's been regularly enjoying premium cigars for about four years, and he finds our program to not only be informative, but very entertaining. He obviously has something wrong with him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And I certainly have benefited from your Cigar Smokers Ten Commandments. Oh, oh. we should do that again. Yeah. We absolutely have. you ever heard it? it? I never heard it. Oh, it's good. And it's not mine. I'd love to say it was mine. But somebody, uh, I saw it somewhere. I contacted the writer of it, and I asked them if it was okay if I could use it. Do whatever you want with it. I actually want to blow it up and hang yeah. it on the walls of every cigar store across is, the country. Is it things you should not do? For consumers. Not like to do not a cigar. share a cigar with somebody? has yes. to be on there? Don't well. We added we added the eleventh commandment: Thou shall not lick your cigar, and, and then, then use the store cutter. <laughs> That's you know that you put the that. people put it in their mouth, yeah, wet it, <laughs> and then they say, "Can I use your cutter?" They're rubbing Gross, all the saliva yeah. off their uvula with it first, <laughs> and it's really getting in there, like testing their gag reflex. What about the guys that take the cigar and they proceed to put the whole thing in their mouth, yes. wet it, and twist it to pull oh, it out? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that on stretch there. a string of the of the yeah. spit. Yeah. It's really gross. Uh, the, he goes on to say later that he is particularly fond of the La Gianna Havana series, and he chose a box for his wedding last year. Oh, good selection. And he plans to use a box or several to celebrate the first birth of his child come January. Nice. So congratulations, oh, yeah. Eric. Thank you so much. And you know what? It doesn't matter to me that it's not a handwritten note. It just means that now that the segment is over, it has to be thrown away. I hope you understand. Yeah. <laughs> if it was handwritten. If it was handwritten, we would keep it forever. Days. It'd be frank. <laughs> two days. Isn't that the Two days, yeah. No, a hand, not, it's not a birthday card. A handwritten note, we would frame that and put it on your office. See, now what if he didn't write it to be green? He didn't want to use paper. And then you went and you printed the paper. You yeah, it's going to get printed on paper anyway, so... Whatever, but thank you, Eric. I'm in New Hampshire. Everybody's green up here. So. Nobody's green. You yeah. care less. Okay. <laughs> People do it because they're too lazy to print it out. I walk Mr. by the Jonathan cr- emails me his stuff and says, "Hey, print this for me." Oh. It's just too cheap. Doesn't want to go through the ink. <laughs> ink is the she most expensive it. thing. Well, it, I see stuff on my phone and I'm like, Dave, this is good for the show. Print, print it. it. I can't print from my phone yet. Yeah, work on that. Can you set him up for that? Yeah, the iPhone. Yeah. yeah well, you, AirPrint, the definitely. issue is the issue is the printer that we have. We just bought. No, from the printer at your home or wherever you. 
are at the point of seeing it. You would be printing it. Are you at the store when you say, Dave, print this? Sometimes. Uh-oh. So if you're emailing me to do it oh, from my phone <laughs> and your computer is beside you. I didn't want to bring this up, but usually I'm checking my alerts while I'm going to the bathroom. So I said always. I was always. trying to avoid it. I was about, trying to avoid it. How about a new sh- show hosted by you, <laughs> the Bathroom Authority, <laughs> and you can talk two hours a week forever because that's what you want to talk about. So go I was ahead. trying. I was trying. How's it been lately? I was trying to avoid. It's been a little yeah, I don't soupy. Think I don't, yeah. Just, did, did you have potty training issues as a kid? I, I had issues, man. Hey, Braintree, Massachusetts. Passes the tobacco purchase age increase. Oh. Braintree, Massachusetts Board of Health voted two to zero. Two to zero. There's two ladies there. Of course. Two old ladies who, who hate smoking on oh. June 19th to raise the minimum age to purchase tobacco in the town from 18 to 21, and it goes into effect on October 1st. That pisses me they off. Both, they you both smoke secretly yeah. at yeah. 18. These ladies were not voted in to make a law. How can this happen? Two ladies did this. I'm guessing they're ladies. Of course. Or else they're men that are ladies. Yeah, they they sit down to pee. So your your, your point is that (laughs) there's a 20-year-old kid just getting back from from a three-year term. Yep. Yeah. And And he gets gets home and he can't legally have a cigar in Braintree. So you know what he's going to do is just buy it. Then all you did is hurt the retailer in Braintree. That's it. That's all you did. Yeah. Well, what about those two kids that played uh, lacrosse? They graduated yes. high school. Yeah. They were eighteen. We offered them both a job. Yes, they we offered s- them a job. Good thing they didn't take it because you wouldn't have had your job. <laughs> Thank you for that not taking it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the week before. It was. Yeah. 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 It blows my mind. They already graduated. Yeah. How could a school suspend them? It's crazy. The world's going crazy. It is. And and we're allowing this crap to happen and stuff. We, we should be, uh, you know, go crazy. And I don't know who to write to because these two ladies the, we should it. We should lower the, the smoking age. How about zero? Any age you want to do. I love it. I'm in. And then let the children decide or whatever. You, or want, a kid to start, decide. you want the kid not to smoke. You get a kid, and, and Junior's a, a bad example of it, but you get a, a 10-year-old kid, and you say – you catch him yeah. smoking a cigarette or something, and you say, here, smoke this cigar. Yeah. He's all done, man. That's it. Yeah. He's going to stop. That. That's how they would stop you when you were older. That's right. In the old days, I mean. Thank God that my grandfather had a cool father who let him smoke at the age of 10. Cigars only. Never smoked a cigarette. Well, just look at Europe and, like, the drinking over there. It's so different than here where there's not as much. There's not know. a drinking age, and they, can, and they don't uh, have the problems. There's, no, there's no, yeah, like alcohol. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. At the same time, they're food. legalizing marijuana at the same time. It makes no sense. I'm all right with that, but, but I am. But it, does, it make, doesn't make sense that they're. Yeah, they're in Braintree at 18 years old, no, you Braintree can walk around smoking weed. They but you are. can't, yeah, you can't buy cigarettes or, or a cigar. Well, listen, the, the train that Braintree is on right now is going to try to le- illegalize everything, you know? They're not going to let marijuana go through. They're going to probably try to increase the drinking age. They're on a rampage. It's ridiculous. Were, it's you, a, were you born there? I was born in Canton. Oh, Canton. And Canton's just as just bad, as Dave. bad, yeah. Just as bad. I think they were the first ones, actually, to, to um, make no smoking in the city. And it's these, it's these women. It is what you know it is. You know, you know it's I'm, a woman. I'm guessing, but blue listen, hairs. If, if it they, isn't, I, I apologize to uh, the, the two, panty waist that's doing it. Yeah, but you've got to be kidding you me. Gotta, it's, I, I'm willing to bet. I'm a betting man. I'll bet 
that that is two old ladies that yep. both brain they, and they both smoke cigarettes secretly out behind their house where no they one used, knows. What's worse than that is they used to smoke. Yeah, reformed. 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 Uh, two reformed old ladies. That's who it is. I'm guessing, and I would tend to guess. It's I'm like the guy correctly. going through the AA program who notices everyone else has a drinking problem. That's what it is. They notice everyone else has a smoking problem. The problem is I don't have a drink right now. That's the problem. Is that the problem? Go for a little yeah. rum. Yeah. You like, you like your rum. <laughs> I like my rum. Used to be a scotch drinker. I my first trip to the Dominican now. Republic, I had some rum. Sipping rum. Yep. Not a rum and coke. No, no, no. Yeah, no. yeah. We're talking Zacapo, yeah, Barcelo, yeah. Florida Cana, yeah. Voltron. Okay. You know your stuff. But back to the cigar thing. I had my first cigar. I was 13 years old. Oh. I was begging my dad, and he's like, all right, fine. I'll teach you a lesson. Have a cigar. Oh, I man. turned green. It wouldn't surprise me if the guy who wrote the movie Shrek saw me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's how green I got. But here we are. And then you ended up going to it. How, how much later? Did Thirty-two you get to years it? later, I've had my first cigar uh, on a serious basis in 1998. Okay, huh. so so the cigar boom had already happened. You yep. weren't interested then. Nope. After the cigar boom ends, you go in and you fall in love with it. I mean, it's yeah, a- I went into a cigar shop. The Yankee game was on. I sat down. I, first cigar was a Macanudo. Here we go. I hit it off with the owner. He told me to stop smoking that, and he gave me a Padron. No kidding. Yep, and I was hooked. Wow. Yep. Every night I'd be in there watching the Yankees and smoking a cigar, and eventually I was offered partnership in the shop, bought into it. There we go. And wow. That's how things Rest progressed. History. Yep. Old Fat Freddy, first cigar he smoked was a Macanudo. He was into Macanudos, came to me for a job 20 years ago, and I said, you smoke cigars? And he said, yeah. I said, what do you smoke? He said, Macanudo. You're fired. Uh, no, I said, really? <laughs> and he said, yeah. So I said, all right, uh, give him the job. And then I said, okay, I want you to try some different cigars. Okay. And then after about a week or two smoking different cigars, because I don't want you smoking the same cigar. Right. You, Barry, either. I don't want you smoking what you love every day. No, you got to change. If yeah. you don't change, you don't experience new things. If you don't experience new things, they get stale. Yep. Yeah. And, and then two weeks later, hey, try this Macanudo. And he tried it and said, wow, I don't like it. There's no taste to it. I said, because that's all you tasted before. Not that I want to take you away from it or anything, but you got to. You yeah. know, be able to recommend cigars to people. Yeah. I mean, would you have the same thing for dinner every night? Chances right. are no. Right. When you're on a diet, you pretty much do. That's There we go. So this is the Cigar Authority. You did it. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Yeah, yeah. it's my pleasure. I it's want to be p- back again. Good. We'll see you next week. Awesome. Uh, Junior Dominguez, thank you. Great cigars. Sidewinder Amadeus. Very good. Okay. Big. Very good. Definitely rock me. Yeah. Rock me, rock me Amadeus. There we go. Uh, what do we got coming on next week? We're going to be back here in Two Guys in Salem. We've been doing a lot of shows from here. We've got a little setup over here, so that's what we've been doing. If you ever come in the area or something and you actually want to sit in on it, there's always a seat for you. Come on in. Just let us know, and i uh, be more than happy for you to sit in if you'd like to do that. This show and every show of the Cigar Authority is absolutely free, and in my respect, in my thoughts, it is worth every penny of it. So for Mr. Jonathan, for Barry Stein... For Junior Dominguez, I'm David Garofalo. We'll catch you next Saturday. And always, thank you for listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And when you pick up your ELF pack, the ELF pack, whether you're smoking the OTG, the Armadeus, or the Draconian in the canoe shape, you always have to keep the lit end out of your mouth. And actually, Chuck has a few wise words for you about what to do on social media when it comes to the Cigar Authority. And we want to remind you, if you do enjoy listening to the content shared here on the Cigar Authority, 
Send out a tweet, uh, a tweet to the show. We always love it when you uh, hit us up on Facebook. You can even tag us in your photos if you're not. Um, a fan of the Facebook page, The Cigar Authority, all one word. Check that out. We'd love your participation. We got uh, Facebook forward slash The Cigar Authority is our bam our URL now. Bam. Barry set that up. We'll give you uh, show updates. And uh, what's up with the texting? Is that gone? Gone. They're fired. Gone. Yeah. Sorry. We'll come up with something else. All right. Well, each and every Saturday right here, baby, 12 to noon, it's The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. This is Pat Whitley. Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, it's Stogie.